0: Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Aliens modified men from apes. Hitler faced his death and then escaped. And the Mothman, Son of Sam talking to dogs again Witches, ghosts and goblins, mysterious noise and hauntings Dark arts and the skull and bones, most celebrities are probably cloned So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew, we're here to entertain you We're here to entertain you It's about to get straight Uh, so, welcome to the Strange Root Podcast. Uh, in this episode, we have a very special guest, massive influence of mine growing up, uh... Uh, I'll just get ready to Mr. Hyde the New York rapper is well known for his ultimately violent and attacking raw lyricism and you, you're like pretty much crazy erratic flow that you have and so energetic it's like crazy I love your flow uh, his rhymes are released in the guise of a madman scientist Mr. Hyde and you're on the music label with Psychological Records with Necro obviously who found it in 1999 so for the listeners welcome Mr. Hyde the Beast Man.
1: What up, motherfuckers? What's going on?
0: They yeah, got this,
1: uh, I'm with this strange motherfucker from the Strange yeah. Brew. What's strange happening?
0: Strange Brew, yeah. Can they, uh, fucking pretty much Canada and New York fucking kind of coming together and shit. But honestly, like, I want to get to you Canada. on this. Yeah, fuck yeah. I want to get you on this because, like, you were I heard the dollar this. I heard the dollar is, like, 25 cents. It's like 20. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My, I got a buddy. Uh, I do... Uh, a series with called we do a side pro his name is Juan, so we do strange wands and he's in florida and he was like we do we had the other day we did canada versus the usa like as an episode and he yeah. was like making fun of us for a cheap ass dollar and shit like that but yo, bro, it's definitely a lot different The people
1: i got canadians complaining about buying my merch and shit they're like yo shirt is like you know 50 dollars canadian i'm like it's not my fault of the dollar <laughs> no and i'd rather represent the- right
0: I'd rather support yeah. my artist,
1: no so doubt. I kind of want to. Rocket shirt, That's yeah! Oh
0: fuck yeah, yeah! I got that for all the fans that are uh, on the YouTube page. Um, for all the fans that are just listening on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you find our podcast, we're literally everywhere. Um, if you want, also you to
1: share too. You send me yeah. the link, I'll, I'll share it oh, on for Spotify. Sure
0: sure um so it's going to wind like like you've been a you were you and necro especially like and i like you pretty much my favorite rappers um other than obviously some of the old school shit that i can kind of get into is like you Vinny paz and necro were my biggest influences kind of growing up and i kind of want to talk about like my love for hip-hop and what changed like uh you're we'll get into it later when i start talk more about your albums but when barnyard of the naked dead came out i was 13 and I kind of like heard about Necro and then and then your voices came on the track and I really dig that like horrorcore horror style of like rapping and I was a massive fucking horror fan since I was a young kid like um, a big slasher fan film like I love 80s film it was taboo to watch those films growing up so listening to especially you even over Necro you, you made like uh, music into like a horror movie scene and that's what it felt like to me and stuff like that and like as a kid that was growing up you know what i mean and like everyone's like you know eminem and all these other whack or white rappers kind of thing that are overrated in my opinion um to hear something that's different that people haven't heard before come out when i was a kid it blew my mind man well first of all i, I started doing music like that because
1: from the same cloth that you'll cut from the horror movies and that, that genre I grew up as a little kid fiending to watch all the movies that I wasn't allowed to watch. My mother me was, too. I had a strict single, single mother who, you know, my father bounced when I was like two. Yep. And he would let me watch, when I went over my father's for the <laughs> weekend, he would let me watch whatever the fuck I wanted to watch. He would just take me to the video store, and be like, give the kid whatever he wants. And I'm like, really? And he'd be That's like, great. yeah, yeah, give him whatever. And then he would go play poker. He was an old school Italian dude he'd go play poker and then sit me in front of the TV and I would be watching the Driller killer three on a meat <laughs> hook like fucking the texas yeah. Chancel massacre like the worst fucking shit a 7 year old shouldn't be watching you know what, what i mean
0: yeah that's so, funny because i remember like uh, i was at my i got an older brother and we were at this dude's house and they were like you know 10 11 and they're put on nightmare on elm street and i was like 7 or 8 and mm-hmm. like that kind of i was like and freddy Krueger's always been my favorite i have like two replica couples like gloves How old are you now? i'm 20 28 okay. yeah. yeah so that's why it's weird it's been so long since barnyard and naked dead came out like i was 13 because it came out in 2004 and i was born in 91 so yeah, i kinda know that up you call
1: it, it's dope that you call it barnyard it's barn yeah. of the naked dead oh uh, yeah oh <laughs> yeah. But but yeah fine yeah I know, no, I know. it makes it makes yeah, it makes <laughs> it
0: <laughs> but yeah yeah the barn yeah. of the naked dead my bad I fucking yeah that came out when I was fucking uh, super young so to hear that shit and like even the cover art of you and Necro's albums are always fucking on point and dope and well as you uh, see the
1: shirt that you're wearing is crazy. yeah yeah the
0: the yeah. yeah is that like some of the fans will be able to see but uh, well, if the people are just listening it's uh, from the demon chant fucking song
1: part of um, you know our influences besides horror movies, you're lagging out a little bit. Okay. That must all be right, the man. Canadian dollar. Hold on. Yeah. So, so be, <laughs> uh, but besides like the horror movie influences, we have a lot of like metal, like the, the metal from the eighties, like, yeah. you know, Megadeth, Metallica, Iron Maiden and shit like that. Their covers would always be descriptive, crazy um, imagery of artwork. Like if you remember, like the yeah. Iron Maiden covers with Iron yeah. Maiden, Eddie. So I'm all that stuff, yeah. you, you would get a crazy visual to go with the music and we were influenced by that so we were like oh when we release albums if we have the money to pay for dope artists which now we do but like you know it's like we're we're gonna we're gonna do that we're gonna definitely incorporate a sick visual and it makes i think it makes the album more classic because now i don't know maybe when you think of barn of the naked dead it'll it also pops in your head the artwork with the dude yes just a high character with the the staff and the you know the old man who got beat to the Beat to a pulp on the floor with his teeth on the floor you know what i mean it's like it's yeah. very visual and vivid just like the lyrics and the and the tracks
0: yeah and i'm telling you i put you on to so many people that like didn't know shit like kind of like and didn't know essentially good like essentially good music like i don't i don't like soundcloud rap or any of that shit. i'm like an old school head when it comes to a lot yeah, of music I. I like that boom bap shit and stuff like that so it's like when just like the the when i first ever heard like you and necro it kind of changed like my life in in terms of music it's like because I was audio, always
1: in a metal. We're like it's like an audio movie. You listen yeah. to us, it's very cinematic. Like we were saying before, it's it's a you know, I'm I am i am audio movie before there was audio books. Yeah. So it's it, yeah. like, you know, like, it's, it's true. It's, it's almost like, 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 like popular
0: yeah, and it's like it's like horrific storytelling in some ways too, which I dig. And uh, here I'll just uh, jump off my first question. Um, like old school, like when I was growing up before, when I was like you know twelve twelve. I'm starting to listen to NWA and Gangstar and Cool G Rap, and then oh, all the same shit as me. Yeah, and the weirdest thing though. I remember being in a, a buddy's shed and we're like getting stoned and he's got his older brother's CDs and then he pops in a Moral Technique and I've never heard any music like that before at that age of that kind of hip hop and then from there it just went on and then I discovered Necro and you at the same time and I was watching all the fucking mute like all the old school clips of you guys and the freestyles that you guys did that are fucking dope um, back on like the radio stations like That's that another, 98 another, yeah. another
1: place we got out we started to like Get our fan base was those live radio shows for Stretch and Barbido, DJ Riz, Stretch and Barbido yeah all those all those dope underground hip hop shows from New York that would actually go viral. Well, yeah. like back then it was it wasn't viral. It was like whatever, like yeah. they would just become famous worldwide. Well, and uh, yeah, they just they were they were they were getting like the demos and like the the advanced copies of of underground shit that nobody's heard before. So we were tuning every Thursday night. Bro, I was still in high school at one point. That's I was miss crazy. school on a Friday because I was up till five in the morning on a Thursday. Like, I'm not going to school fucking Friday. I got stretching bobitos. And I, yeah, it's, you know I mean? cra- so- it's
0: crazy because I like, I used to uh, download the freestyles and shit and I'd listen to them at like right. as a NAPS2. kid in I, high I, school. NAPS2. NAPS2. Yeah, still would have that shit. Oh yeah, and we are <laughs> you know, the shit, the LimeWire one where you click a song and then it's porno. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, and, right, right. Yeah, right. try to download but, one. But
1: and, um um. Uh, In New York, we would just go to like the the, the legendary record store, Fat Beats. We would go to Fat Beats and pick up up a tape that was like edited from the night before on Stretch and Barbito. They'd have the tape the next day at Fat Beats. That's Saturday, And it would be the whole show and kind of chopped and edited to just the songs and just the music and the That's segments. That's so cool. Like,
0: and I'm always, and I've said this so many times, I wish I kind of was born when you guys are born like 1979, 1978 kind of shit because you grew up in an era of hip hop that most kids will never understand or even see anymore, especially nowadays. With people like that faggot 6 9 and shit. The fact that like that... Yep. That fact of this, that, that era of hip hop, like, I collect a bunch of records and shit like that. Like, I, I want to start getting, uh, more of you, Necros by I, I, like, I get the stillers, like, old school Sex Pistols. Like, I get a bunch of different, like, I've got a couple Jedi Mind Trick uh, records, but like, how it used to be tapes. Like, I know dudes still collect, like, collect, uh, collect tapes and shit like that. And, like, it's crazy. People right, still yeah, yeah. keep it. Well,
1: uh, I'm like that with movies. I, I, my, my wife has been trying to get me to get rid of my VHS collection. <laughs> I got like, you know, like 500 horror movies on VHS. This oh, is back crazy, when one of my, you know, first jobs as a kid was working in the video store and I would just be, everybody would come in for my recommendations that, you know, for my, cause I, I watched everything. <laughs> so all, all the crazy shit that nobody watched, I would watch. And if I find like a diamond in the rough, like some dope shit, I would use it yeah. as a recommendation and people would just come in like, yo, you know where is he? I want where's that guy who knows about all the movies. That's so, <laughs> so funny. That, and so I used to buy the movies from the video store. All the movies that didn't rent anymore, we called it the basement. Yeah, uh, the basement section. So would yeah. be movies like fucking rabid grannies and DC Cab and you know, rabid Gr- yeah, old, D, yeah, low budget shit, right? Um, and and I would buy them all, and I have I have this sick collection now that just is sitting in in like big fucking bins That's and
0: shit. That's so funny. I used to do that be- too. Like, I remember when uh, video stores would go out of like, when, especially when like like DVDs came in and VHS is like, we used to like go to places yeah. and get them like dirt cheap, like old school sure. horror movies and shit sure. like that. Um, Kind of bases. I had like two questions. It was kind of like based on like, but we already talked about like kind of your influences. I want to know like kind of like what kind of, what song did you hear that really like got you into hip hop and rap in general? Um, like what was that thing that struck a chord with you that made you be like, "This is different." Like this is something I'm really into.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I, I was listening to hip hop. I probably start started listening to hip hop like mainly hip hop and like nothing else. Like yeah. I just really started getting into it like 1990 ish, right? So yeah, I was stuff one like, years old. <laughs> you were one year old in 1990, yeah. crazy, right? So we had we had stuff like you know Rakim. Um, You know, Eric B and Rakim was really fucking dope. You had Big Daddy Kane, you had Cool G Rap, you had Slick Rick, Um, you know, the show, Lottie Dottie, things like that. These were all like dope jams. And then even a little bit before that, I was younger, but like, um, you know, Run DMC, Beastie Boys and shit like that. That was all, you know, well and good. But the first, when, when the thing that I heard, well, one of the things that I heard was probably Lottie Dottie by Slick Rick, the way he told the story. And it was it was comedic too. Like it, yeah. it, it was very comical the way he was like rapping and he was shitting on <laughs> the lady with your wrinkled pussy. You can't be my mother, you know, my lover. Yeah. Like that, that, like the way he told the story and, and made you laugh throughout it and like it was just hot with the beatbox and all that shit. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is, this shit is really ill and, and, and very different. Like that was, yeah. you know, and that stood out to me. And, it kind of got me hooked into hip hop. So Slick Rick was one of the, one of the first people that got me, you know, got me really into it. And then I started hearing, like you were saying, NWA, NWA's first record straight out of Compton. When I heard that I had just been, you know, maybe 12, 13 years old. And I was kind of a street kid getting into Mm -hmm. a lot of fights and brawls and shit and like getting into trouble in school, you know, New York type, you know, thug shit. And (laughs) when that came out, that kind of fueled my aggression and was like, Oh, it gave me something to pump when I'm, you know, yeah, you
0: know,
1: that angry adolescent craziness right no and so, that's
0: still how we grew up too like easy e for yeah. some reason was a big influence on me and my friends we would blare that shit all the fucking time
1: yeah for me it was like just, just every that that hit me hard that record and then but but the fir- but the record that made me want to rap like and also gave me like um kind of a perspective like wow this guy spits hardcore rugged crazy with a crazy flow rugged shit tells a story yeah and complete gangster and doesn't give a fuck about like you know being too violent in his rhymes and was cool g rap so i heard yeah when I heard Il- Il- Il Street blues when i heard that record it made me immediately that record probably made me immediately pick up a pen like, yeah when i heard Il- Il Street blues i was like it- made me have to write.
0: I wanted to write at that point. On the Run is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, on the run we when thing is in with my generation, right? We grew up with YouTube just kind of coming. (laughs) Like this like kind of emerging from the scene of people that create YouTube. Like I remember when I was about Fourteen, fifteen, YouTube kind of got on the scene, and we used to sit there and like watch On the Run. We used to like the music videos because they finally came out. We could watch them anytime. We used to uh, watch Shook Ones Part Two like constantly on like a fucking loop. Sure. Like we really, I was enjoyed. already rap-
1: when that came out. I, I was already <laughs> rapping when that came out. When, Which when, when is Shook crazy. Came
0: out, I was already. Mr.
1: Hyde. It's crazy. Really? Right? Then, so
0: you already had that? Did what? Like, so you, did you essentially have always the idea of going for a horrorcore, like horror style, um, flow my and first, everything?
1: i I'm I'm one of the I'm one of the few rappers that could say, his first rhyme that I ever yeah. wrote, w- was violent, was brutal. Yeah. It, it was a, it was an evil rhyme. It wasn't like, you know, I'm the dopest on the mic, and you, know, eh, you know, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. one of those. It was it was yeah. you know, I'm coming to fuck you up type shit because I that was a young. Sw- I yeah. was a crazy teenager and always influenced by horror. And always, So when I started writing, it was natural that that, that, that was going to come in. Yeah. Plus, my influences were Cool G Rap. and Another artist I want to give dap to for also making me realize that I can be original and rap whatever the fuck I want and, and not be afraid to just say crazy shit and say, say what's on my mind was yeah. uh, Papa Large, um, Cool Keith. Yeah. When I Cookees, heard Papa Large, yeah. Cool Keith. And then I seen yeah. the video on video music box with him with a fucking birdcage on his head and a straitjacket. I was like, This fucking guy's next level. A lot of people and wouldn't
0: even know who Cool Keith is, honestly. Right. So
1: like, there you go. And then here's the funny thing. We're talking about people that like Cool G Rap and like these legends. And then now in you know, recently I get to work with them and, and do songs yeah. with them now.
0: Yeah, like and that's, six, uh, six. well, yeah, I got a question further down the long uh, lines, but I could ask it now, like, what was someone that you kind of linked up with that you did music with that was, like, incredible to you? I'm guessing, obviously, Cool G Rap was right, probably number one of the biggest. Yeah. Well, you know. I, I presence, a, I, right? A legend. I, I, I,
1: I'm totally humble. I ain't going to front. Necro is one of them, too, because yeah. I had heard, I didn't grow up with Necro. I, I heard him on the radio, on the shows we were talking about. I heard him on. Yeah. It was uh, Martin Moore and Mayhem at uh, DJ Riz. Martin Moore and Mayhem, um, and it was that show. Eighty. It was the NYU radio show yeah. broadcasted at York University. And I didn't know who the fuck he was at that time. This was like '95. I would say I was already rapping, ready, Mister Hod, ready doing my thing. That's R- crazy. Trying to like get beats from producers and shit. Yeah. I didn't really have. I didn't make beats, but you know, you, I, I yeah. was rapping and I was looking. For- I was, at that point I was just making two turntables and a and a mic with vinyl using the b-side instrumentals and with a microphone and making my own tapes. That's so I great. had like hours and hours of tapes and you'll hear some of those on like my red demos uh, yeah. CDs and my red red demos 1 and 2. You're going to hear a young high, like in 94, 93 spitting on other people's beats and you know it's legit because the yeah. beats that you're hearing like Red Quan only built for Cuban Links that came out in 95. You'll hear like uh you know Toronto, uh, Father Time, Socrates, Yeah. and beats like uh, that, like yeah. ninety five, ninety six. Well, and so it's I'm, crazy. Like, doing...
0: Yeah, because you released that in two thousand. The first rare demos was released in two thousand seven. So you had all this music just probably accumulated, yeah. And then just wanted to put out like for, like the rare demos and freestyles, and it's like it's so brutal and Once grimy. I had a couple and, of albums yeah.
1: out, and I uh, I you know kind of cemented my you know my place in, yeah. in underground hip hop, and I had a fan base. They started hitting me up like you know, you have any rare shit, this and that, or, you know, I heard you on Stretch and Bobbito, you should put that out. So yeah. I was like, okay, let me, I have all this stuff accumulated on tapes and on this and that, and I just put it together, and then I actually ended up with two volumes. Necro has three volumes of rare demos. Yeah. So it's pretty dope to see young Hyde and a young Necro and, and your artist who, you know, spitting. So that's kind of like all those, all, all that shit from 93, 94, 95, you hear me spitting evil. Like, yeah, you know, it was that's... Like, yeah, that's deepening.
0: crazy no wonder uh, i like because i got like so like in, into your music and shit because like who i was and growing up and shit like that and i was kind of like a punk kid listen to punk and metal and want to start shit in a smaller city and doing a lot of stupid shit and it kind of like fueled that shit like i'd, I'd bump your shit going to high school and if anyone want to fuck around i was like ready for it and shit just because like that just the influence and that pumps you up and shit um All right. so but, we're uh, getting
1: back to it like so when yeah. i heard necro he went up to the, the radio station with his own beats yeah. like nobody everybody would get up on a radio station and rap on whatever beats the dj played for them yeah. he went up he, with his own beats yeah. and this is 95 94 95 because you know I mean? he was so like making he goes,
0: beats for uh like ill bill and Nonfiction at the time yeah, yeah. He, he um
1: well Nonfiction had had a single out at that point produced by necro so i was had it, i shot
0: reagan it. was that the one that he produced
1: uh, yeah i shot reagan was was one of them he also did yeah. uh, five burrows and um, yeah
0: no, no tomorrow them. no tomorrow right? yeah no tomorrow's also we the thing is we used to freestyle over those beats when we were kids like 13 14 we throw those on right. and like freestyle like i i freestyle that your fucking instrumentals a lot 100 <laughs> percent yeah my fans always hitting me up now like with like them rapping
1: to my instrumentals and like oh you know I'm fucking <laughs> you know it's 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 kind of it's all that is respect it's it's yeah it, you know that it's i can i can yeah. influence and inspire people like that Because I I never I never bargained for any of that. I didn't have any of that in mind. I just when I started doing my thing, it was just for me really to to, to put out music that I wanted to listen to that I felt hip hop. Then then when it it came to realization that Necro was gonna put out, you know, invest his time and money in me and put out a whole album with all his beats and it was gonna, you know, be out on a label and out worldwide distribution. When that realization came in my head. Then I'm I'm doing it because I wanna give hip hop something that they never that was didn't exist. Yeah. there was no I can honestly say there was people who rap some who dropped some horror core lines and horror, you know, some evil lines like Bushwick Bill and people like that who were yeah. dropping horror shit, but nobody ever did an album from beginning to end that sounded like a horror movie, you know, yeah, using so- samples from
0: yeah you know. so like what when did you and necro actually meet cuz that's a question I did have is like how did you like, how did you ask me what like what happened obviously okay. there must have been chemistry and shit because I know, like, about, like, you know, you guys didn't like Gore-Tex for a while and shit like that. All that stuff was kind of going up and down of, like, who is going to be in, like, Circle of Tyrants and all that shit. But the thing is, like, that you and Necro seem to always stick together, always. And the gruesome twosome, like, you guys have always what, – what didn't, like – what got you guys together in the beginning and re- really made that friendship and, you well, know Like I, I mean, said, life.
1: when I first started, I didn't know that there was anybody else – similar to me that that was doing that, you know, like rapping brutal and evil and, you know, using the subject matter like horror and, and different things and violence and shit like that. And, and, and rapping with like a, a multi-syllable flow, like ill, rapping ill. Yeah. simple cheesy you know how they have the simple cheesy horrorcore dudes are like i'll kill yeah. your mother
0: i'll smother yeah. your brother i'm not a fan of icp i gotta say that i do not like icp listen, sorry i <laughs> didn't say
1: i didn't say any names i'm just saying no I, i'm just saying i don't find there's it. plenty <laughs> of these fucking cheesy groups listen yeah. icp got hustled they, they did their thing they and they're do super successful. i know i i can't hate on anybody that's, that's uh that started their brand from the bottom up and anyway so uh, he, I didn't, I thought I was the only one. And when I heard him yeah. in like ninety four, ninety five on, on, on that radio show with his own beats rapping evil crazy, I'm like, yo, I knew him as the beat maker for the, those nonfiction singles. So I was like, you know what, I got to meet this guy. So yeah. then he, he was doing a show at a place called New Eureka Poets Cafe. It was a show for Cage, the rapper Cage, because he had put out his yeah. first 12 inch Agent Orange, right? So he put that that single out, and when that single dropped, he did a show at New Eureka Poets Cafe. Necro was there, and I knew he was going to be there because he was promoting it on the radio.
0: He's like, "Oh, I'm going to be here. So and so So, come through." I got a question: Was this was this? uh, Did Cage and Necro already know each other at this point? Because I am like, I I am a big Cage fan for what it is. Uh, being honest, we've actually argued over Instagram because I didn't like that. He was doing so much music with ICP. I said like branch out and do your own thing. But like I have like the weatherman tattoo on my wrist and shit like that. Like I respect his music and it influenced me as a kid. So obviously him and Necro were kind of linked up at that time, and then he did his own shit. And so did you like cut this is pretty much he was already with Cage at that time, I guess when you met him?
1: yeah, yeah, he he had just released his first single with Cage, which is yeah. Agent Orange at this yeah. point. This is right when he, agent Orange dropped and and became an underground like hit on the on the ra- on the underground yeah. radio stations, right? where they were playing it every week. Yeah, so, they guys uh, him, right? Necro had gone up to the station. Yeah, I guess, and promoted that he was going to be at the show at New Eureka with Cage. So I just went there to meet Necro because I knew he had the ill beats and I kind of gravitated more to his style. It was just yeah. to me, it was more sicker, rapid fire flow and more evil and more just something sinister about it. That Cage was cool. I, I yeah. like, I thought Cage was the record was cool, yeah, but there was something about Necro that was more grimy and <laughs> well, real, yeah, totally. Gutter. Yeah, like, ne- the Necro shit was gutter, like yeah. when I heard it. Uh, he was yeah. talking crazy shit. He was like, uh, I crashed into a fag bar with a stolen Jaguar. You're a gay <laughs> yeah. body kid. I don't have to drag far. He was, he was talking crazy shit. And I was yeah, like, yeah, that's
0: is, sick. He that shit. Also.
1: You know, he was talking about putting females in leashes and dragging them around like dogs, you know, yeah. live on the radio on his own beats. And I'm like, this and is it's crazy. Cool. One
0: thing he never did was change as much as like, I do like, uh, uh, different cages, musics, but cage kind of went up and down in different genres. Well, necro- became, uh, became like emo, like he's doing in, Indie. He's yeah, became like an, an indie rapper. With, uh, Ki- Ky-
1: Kyle the, the Bo- LaBeouf, that, 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 yeah. that weirdo. Like, he's Shia Laboof. Like, yeah. yeah, he starts hanging out with weirdos. So, like, it's yeah. kind of a weirdo. Let's, get, let's yeah. keep it feel. So, he like, you know, then, then you see him in an ICP, uh, ICP video with, like, a fucking handlebar mustache and a hat. Yeah. Like, like, I don't you know. He I know. D- and
0: that's why I was saying his career's kind of been up and down. He's went from indie stuff, kind of emo-ish, and, and then to, like, other things. But the thing is, like, you and Necro have always kind of stayed in that yeah. realm and never uh, ventured off. You've kept your style and everything the same, which is good. Right, right. We stay true to whatever. You, you know, I,
1: I always stayed true true to my uh, creativity and my artistry, even w- in the fact that it was um, kind of a, a, a niche genre. It's not... Yeah, it is. You know, nobody says, I want to blow up, and then starts rapping hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're going to yeah. do like trap shit or like whatever whatever the the the, the popular thing at the time yeah. I, I guess when i was coming up the popular thing at the time you know when i put out my first album was probably like all that puffy shit and you know yeah. like mainstream shit popping bottles in the club and yeah you fuck know. that 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 type of well, stuff. and and you well,
0: definitely have your own specific style. Like Necroz, don't think he's always been crazy gutter. Like even if you listen to that fucking '92 freestyle that he has, and back in '992, where it's him and Ill Bill, and Ill Bill's super thin and shit, and yeah. like hit him doing his freestyle shit, it just shows that like both like you guys always came from that New York scene, and we're just yeah, we kind were, of like
1: we were original. See, see, some people they they start to rap and their and or they start to do music and they're um. They're kind of carbon copies of something else. We're all yeah. originals. We just did what we felt was dope and we stuck with it. And then the, fan, the, people, the fans gravitated towards us. We yes. didn't have to change our style or do anything to acquire fans. We were yeah. just being ourselves and putting out what we thought that hip-hop needed. So, And that's what I still do to this day. I, I go into the studio or I pick up a pen and I just write what I want to write. Like I, I write yeah. what, what, I feel, what I feel is, is incredible. You know? <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, I uh, you can kind of get into some of your work for uh. Uh, for people that maybe not know you um, on the Stranger podcast we have many different fans we have fans all across the world and shit like that there's a lot of people listening usually uh, when we do put out our episodes but uh, so you had the Bar on the Naked Dead come out in 2004 I was about 13 at the time and it, that um, specifically influenced me like I always like I loved fucking Street Veterans like especially you and Necro's first the first Street Veterans was such like I just a dope like aggressive song to me and then uh keep on going then you have uh all these different songs and then you finally released your own like album, and this thing I find is gold and shit. Like I love uh, uh, the Barn of the naked dead. It's probably like other than, and I will say I really absolutely love fucking uh, the boogeyman is real. Uh, evil dead, uh, evil is uh, evil. Never dies is fucking amazing. Um, yep. But in 2008, you had the chronicles of a beast man, and this is crazy. And I remember specifically when it came out because I've been listening for years. I was 17 at the time. It was a massive inspiration to me. To write and just do different shit. I do like I when I rap and I do music. I can show you a song uh, sometime. Usually we post them at the end of the episodes. So on this one, we posting Mr. Hyde exclusive new single coming out. Uh, but it like, just dropped today, actually. Yeah, yeah. And I saw that. I listened to it uh, when I got home from work, and I fucking love it. But like I I do like conspiracy, alien, a bunch of like crazy shit, kind of mixed into one. So you kind of gave me inspiration where right? I like wrote. I wrote like songs about like in perspective, like serial killers and shit like that um and the chronicles of the beast man was like fucking dope like uh, some of those songs in there are like so fucking crazy and then you did uh you if self-released you, if you... oh, yeah. oh yeah,
1: yeah i was just gonna just yeah, i was yeah, gonna no. give you a tidbit yeah. of information on chronicles of the beast man. Yeah, yeah yeah so, i, I want to talk so about barn that. of the naked dead my first album barn was was um produced completely produced and funded and distributed by necro and uh, what was Chronicles the of the idea
0: behind Be- it like, do you have a, like an idea of like what well, Chronicles,
1: Chronicles, I was the first record, which my second record, which is pretty quick. quick having yeah. You know, usually someone stuck to a, a label and a, a label budget and an album deals for three, four or five albums. Sometimes they can't stand yeah. on their own two feet. Chronicles. I funded myself. I put That's myself dope. in the studio with my own money, you know, um, you know, all, 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 like I basically put it together, mixed, mastered it, had it, had it all set up on my own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like fucking, um, that i just wanted to just put that put that out there that like so Necro gave me the push and the help to put out my first album and fund it you know obviously you know it it re-upped and i was able to pay him back you know with the with the with the record sales and shit like that but chronicles was all me i i i i I see it yeah and i give you so much respect uh
0: for for doing what you do and still staying true to your roots and stuff like that. And I know like just because of my influence of growing up listening to you guys and, and watching shit like the Green Sea uh the Green DVD by nonfiction and even watching like Necro's I Need Drugs all the behind the scenes shit of the recording and all that stuff that I've like kind of seen like what you guys are about and shit like that. And the fact that like, you know, people like fucking Gore-Tex and shit, as much as I don't want to hate on him, didn't get the record sales as much as you did and didn't get the fan base coming off of like being with Necro because Necro uh, in this sense was like the guy that was kind of making this scene an actual thing and then I mm-hmm. think that you and him being together and then I started listening to you more than I would even Necro when I would and like well, the be thing, bumping the number and-
1: one thing there the, the thing there the reason why we yeah. was, was loyalty so we yes. had a, were true we had a true friendship be- besides the music yeah. so like we could, we, we'll get together for a whole day or two days or whatever yeah. or on tour and we won't even bring up music We'll just be yeah. talking about movies, no, sure. bugging out, abusing people, comedy, yeah. laughing. You know, rolling with Kid Joe, making jokes, cracking. Yeah, j- Kid j- Joe, you know, so yeah. We, we we won't. You know, we don't have to talk music. So we have we have a different bond there as a, as friendship.
0: Yeah, just, you guys just, have been uh, friends for so fucking long, right?
1: <clears throat> so so the loyalty is there, and that and and you know, and also we sh- we share the same the same creative um, originality, where yep. you know, and, and creative competitiveness where we're just gonna, we, we're never satisfied. We always want to uh, like, for me, one of the reasons why I stay relevant amongst my, amongst my fan base and my peers is because my main thing in my head, when I, when I start to work on a new record or a new single, I always say this has to outdo my last thing that I did. Yeah, I, This has to be as good or outdo the yeah. last thing I did. And if I and I, I, agree. I feel like it doesn't.
0: Yeah.
1: No, and I, I, I agree. And it.
0: I think you did because, uh, You started self-releasing, uh, albums. Like you, you, it's, uh, you self-released rare demos too. You were in, you didn't do it on Psychological Records at all or anything. No, it was, uh, it was for my website.
1: My website started popping Mr. com. So shameless promotion here. Right. So Mr. Highburst.com. Promote all you want, dude. Sign CDs, sign merch, whatever. Hit me up. If you, if you want something personalized, I'll, uh, I'll tell you to go fuck yourself on a shirt, whatever you want. (laughs) So, um, yeah, but, uh. Uh, yeah, I started my my website started popping popping off, and yeah. I was getting a lot of orders. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna put this rare demo shit together, put it up on my site on some underground bootleg shit, kind of. And, and, and the art and,
0: cover's dope too. And I
1: I ended up actually m- moving like 2,000 copies of that independently. That's so sick. It, it, it's crazy. So 2,000. The CD cost me like you know 50 cents to press each. So if you do the math, yeah. 50 cents you know 50 oh, cents a CD, it. and I moved 2,000 of them. At, yeah. at $10 a pop. And I, it really I loved
0: is. it. Like, even the out, like the cover art was fucking the guy st- like in the mirror looking at the mirror of the, the hide. Ver- like, it's just fucking sick. Like, a lot yeah. of y'all, like, I love like, those
1: on those low-budget rare demos where I was getting sick artwork.
0: Yeah. 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 And then that's why I find it cool that even like back then you're getting all this crazy artwork and like, um, for the Strange Root podcast, like I do a bunch of crazy weird horror shirts and I, I mesh old horror movies and make designs for our like shirts and stuff because I kind of like, we do kind of like horror aspects. Oh, you design the- shirts?
1: So yeah, yeah. Designed, I designed, designed all of our shirts?
0: Yeah, all of our shirts I design. Um, even if you look at the logo with the marijuana leaf and the maple leaf and all that shit. Uh that I designed too. Uh with the inspiration from honestly if you've never seen it, it's a great movie, uh Strange Brew. That's where we got it. It's a Canadian film. The Canadian, yeah, movie. Canadian yeah, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where I they see. like it yeah, they're, they're fucking Comedies, I love some, yeah, the comedy Bob shit. and Doug McKenzie, because we joke a lot. Yeah. Like my whole podcast about joking and fucking around and kind of making light out of dark situations like we love talking about serial killers but we'll make the fun of them uh but also i wanted to mention 2012 you released if it bleeds uh we can kill it and that's from predator right yeah and honestly out of all all your albums yeah yeah, out of all your albums uh i found that one the most like it, it it was different than a lot of shit you've done before I I I really enjoyed it, but I also found it it was it was different. It was a different like same style, but like it, uh, I enjoyed it. It was just it was different than some of the other stuff you've done. I want to mention that that it was just it, it seemed like a uh, evolution of Hyde and kind of doing different things and tr- trying out I different. I think some shit. of my
1: best some of my best flows and lyrics are on that CD. Yeah. Uh, on, on that That's record. what I'm saying. it's um, different. different. Like the Beastman Cometh and like nasty and mm-hmm. which is a play off my last name and shit. But, but, uh, <laughs> but like, like, yeah, there's, I mean the Hellbound track, Hellbound yeah. and shit. Hellbound's just, one of my
0: stuff, fucking I actually <laughs> love that song. Uh,
1: but see, I, as an artist, as, a, as an evolving artist, like you said, I, I I'm not going to, I'm trying not to do the same thing over and over and over because it gets repetitive. Yeah, so, yeah, I So if you notice, Barn of the Naked Dead is its own theme. It kind of like, yeah. it's its own thing. And it, it it puts you in that world. And then Chronicles yeah, is a little bit, it's a little bit brighter with like, but but like more insane, kind of like- no, I like because like it, it's more end, of the, stuff, end of the
0: world kind of shit and stuff. And I love that shit. Insane, crazy yeah. energy, more energetic.
1: <laughs> <like> Beast <laughs> Man like came it. out.
0: Yeah. And then like- um I love Beast Man, man. And then, and then
1: fucking, you know, if at least we can kill it, it's a different- tip yeah i was using a lot of different flows i did like down south flows and like uh that's people. what
0: i noticed is your flow was different and that's why i li- like liked about the album that it was it was different and honestly and it's a, I, I will say it seems like so recent that Evil Never Dies came out just because I listened to it a lot of repeat. Like, I literally, yeah. like, I've, uh, like, I have like, I fucking have an old school 2007 caddy and I got the aux chord plug in. Yes. And I usually have a playlist called Hardcore. And it's usually most of your albums, a couple of Necro albums and a couple of Vinnie Paz, Neil Bill and shit. But mostly mm-hmm. I'll put like your full albums on that playlist and just blare that shit driving down the street. Not giving okay. a fuck because I, like, I, especially like, oh. I. My you music never is dies. great to piss, yeah. piss
1: people off in traffic. I agree. Like you're in traffic, <laughs> you roll your windows down, you bump my shit and yeah. like next to an old lady. That's, that's yeah, always a good Yeah,
0: my, my, my uh, caddy's <laughs> actually got a pretty crazy system. So, like, nice. people are, like, always staring. And I'm, like, fucking – like, even today coming home from work, I work in a metal shop. I, like, operate later, a, la- a laser and forklifts and all that shit. And fucking okay. – um, uh i was like blaring that shit on the way home like getting in the groove of it and evil never dies came on like i'm gonna bury your mother in her own feces or fill her mouth with feces or whatever it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's so good what movie was that from if uh that's was- uh that's uh christopher walk in the prophecy that's the prophecy. oh fuck i knew i've heard that shit before so
1: it's um uh video video mortison plays yeah. the devil he plays the devil oh in that
0: yeah flick. fuck i remember that and shit. it's at the
1: end he's you know he's trying to get the the girl to give up the the the, the kid or whatever, yeah. and yeah yeah he's talking shit. He's the devil. That's fuck shit.
0: Uh, yeah. And I see. Um, evil never dies. Was when you released that, I was kind of waiting for that, like you to come back and bring that full force, like creativity yeah. and like that crazy. It was horror. like
1: that that, that 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 evil never dies was kind of like um like a a barn of the naked dead 2.0. It was kind of like a very uh, man. Very it was heavy, amazing,
0: dude.
1: Evil heavy, but very. Evolved, hide lyrically yeah. and flows, and you know, because I say myself, yeah. my first album, like it was brutal, and the lyrics are dope, and the content is sick, and the imagery is sick, but my flow wasn't as developed as it is now. Yeah, it's you know? like so. So I think I came full circle with "Evil Never Dies," where you got like kind of a um, top-notch from all you know areas. Hide and you know, got some necro beats on there. You got a yeah. bunch of producers that, that that collaborated to 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 make that album. And I'm no, very, I was, pick- I,
0: yeah, pick- I was highly, highly impressed, and um, it kind of like made me think of the old school shit. And like every time your album comes out, I always buy it. Um, obviously, like I lost some work for a couple months because of this COVID bullshit, so I want to keep buying That'll more merch good. and shit like that because I love like the site. Like I have, I have a bunch. Of, like I have uh, like three Necro shirts. I have like two of your shirts, your headband. Like I want to keep supporting you guys, and that's why I'm trying to look at getting some of your like, shirts vinyls. coming back. This, Sick. this one is coming yeah. back. Uh, uh, this will be
1: up, I think, tomorrow on the site again. Okay, it's sold. That it's been sold out for a while.
0: Do you are you but, pressing vinyl? I th- I think were you you were for a bit, weren't you? I
1: I have vinyl for Demon Chant and for yeah. for Much of Madness more of sin Like I did, I did a couple single deals. Single and then yeah. of the Naked Dead uh, had vinyl, but I, I never get like the right deal that I like uh, with the I I, vinyl I understand. Destroyers. I
0: totally understand that. It's Especially overseas, they're overseas
1: no oh, but not yeah. only that the shipping of of like if i press up a you know like 500 yeah. vinyl let's say and shipping from fucking germany yeah. um, i'm i got to i got to overcharge my fans and, yeah. and with your with your dollar only worth 15 cents
0: good yeah <laughs> um, i know i know the, i literally stuff, like, you know, and it's like, like fans are gonna bitch I right sell selling vinyl for 30 dollars no you should I'm you like, should like, yeah, see paid- amazon man fucking uh the notorious goriest i was gonna buy it it was 50 dollars for the vinyl on amazon and i was right, like, i right. was like ready to purchase it too <laughs> like
1: <laughs> because it's it's the shipping the, the, the shipping yeah. for vinyl is so fucking expensive so for me it's like i'll do it I'll probably do it for like the the twenty the, the twenty year anniversary of Barn of the Naked Dead. I, I, hey, I'm dude, gonna repre- I'm gonna repress it. I repress yeah. it with a vinyl with like a bonus track or something like that, and I, and I'll put that out. And yeah, you know, I, so honestly, I,
0: yeah, I would take a copy a thousand percent. I want like I want you to be in my vinyl collection. So then, like you know, within twenty thirty years, I'm showing my kids music. This,
1: yeah, this vinyl's still available. The one uh, you see it on my wall over there, I guess. Yeah, is is let me see if I can.
0: Oh, the Demon Chant one. So it's it's a sing it's a single uh, track disc. It's, like a, vi- Gar- it's a vinyl. I vi- mean, vinyl. Yeah, not disc. No, no,
1: no, it's got the 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 song, the instrumental, the acapella. I think it's. Oh, it's,
0: sick! Okay, yeah,
1: it's a full it's a full single, full vinyl Sweet. single, and, and that would be pretty, pretty dope for my buddies so to
0: come over freestyle.
1: The, the front is Demon Chant, and the back yeah. is much of madness, more of sin. So as you oh, see, I got that's that's sick,
0: and it comes gotta, with the own, instrumental too, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got all my albums mask. <laughs> Oh yeah, you get
1: this. Yeah, he's here. chilling. He's usually <laughs> he's usually rocking these headphones. That's actually Linda Blair from The Exorcist. Is it?
0: That's the that's, that's the
1: mold that's the mold of her of her um when she when uh, she's
0: possessed p- by bazuzu.
1: Yeah, Bazuzu possesses.
0: <laughs> uh all right, sweet. I got to here, well, I'll keep it going cuz I got a couple more questions, but like honestly and then you again like you self-released uh The Boogeyman Is Real. When that shit came out, like, yeah, like, that shit's fucking amazing, man. Um that album, like, every single fucking song, like, kind of blew my mind. That's and my toward the
1: force. That's that's my, um, I feel like that's my master of puppets. Like, the Boogeyman the, um, yeah. is real. That's, um, I agree. When it's I heard you were gonna cynical. come
0: out with something new, and I remember seeing on Instagram and shit, like, these are gonna be the tracks and all that shit, I was so fucking hyped for it. And I see, like, like, a lot of buddies, like, they like old school shit and stuff like that, but, like, I'm, like, a diehard fan, where even uh, my buddy that co-hosts with the podcast with me i right. like, he he listens to the necro stuff. But he, he's one of those kids that like lo- really loves Eminem, and I always like joke with him and like fuck with him about Eminem and stuff like that. It's just, it's just too generic for me. Uh, I listened to him when I was eight years old. I don't need to listen to it anymore. Really, like I'll give it a chance. But oh, this uh, is this is how I feel yeah. about
1: Eminem. Right. So yeah. I'll give you my opinion okay. real quick. So okay. uh, Eminem, I think, is a dope lyricist, and his flows are sick, and he flips flows. He's definitely a, a sick word uh, wordsmith and a, yep. uh, word and smith. a flow smith, if you will. Yeah. right but uh he always you know his flows always blow shit away he picks a lot of like industry and commercial and weird like like gay sound of beats i don't i don't really yeah. care for a lot of his production i agree but when he when he jumps on like when he jumps on like something rugged like like a g unit track with dr dre and he's on some yeah you know it's more it's more dope but i feel like M is kind of comic booky, where you could kind of, or cartoony yeah. where it's like, it's like cartoon version of, of crazy rap. Like, and you kind of get I it agree. on the first listen, kind of get it all on the first listen. Well,
0: no. Yeah.
1: You know, in a way, like you, you kind of like, all oh, right, I don't really need to hear that again. It's yeah. just, it no, happen. I,
0: I've, I've said for years, I like, like, that's what I've said for years. It's like, you know, I'm sick of hearing about your fucking ex wife, your kid, and I your mom. I don't think it holds the replay. Like it doesn't yeah, hold it the just, replay. Down. Like yeah. a song like
1: the boogeyman is real, yep. um, a song like I Need Drugs yeah. so those type of songs um, you know what I mean like uh, Bums
0: Yeah, those have replay <laughs> value <laughs> in the Bums, fact that you
1: right, you're gonna want to play those songs for your friends you're gonna man. be like yo yeah. you gotta hear this yeah, don't
0: know, you don't know Bums especially was such a fucked up song and me and my friends just like play all the fucking time and like fucking do lyrics shit. together but even like totally I Need Drugs shit. I need yeah, I knew fucking junkie ass kids that would be like try to come over and like smoke some weed and then like do some E or some XC and like XC and shit. And they'd be like fucking put on on new drugs. And like, it's yeah. like, do you get the point of the fucking song that he's actually saying? Like, how like you're acting like some bum, like fucking crackhead fuck. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, but I, I absolutely love The Boogeyman Is Real. Um, like honestly, like yeah, I think it is like your creme de la creme, if you could say that. Like it, it's just so fucking spot on, and like that album when it first came out, I instantly bought it off Google Play, um, downloaded on my shit, and then fucking had it in my playlist and stuff. I always see like not everyone I do this with, but usually like I will appreciate buy that, albums. Yeah, yeah, I will well, always well, buy. For me, during, yeah,
1: the one of the reasons why I stay relevant and I'm able to to make a living off what I do is yeah. you know is is because I I feel what makes me different is that you can you can't really get what you get from me from anyone else yeah.
0: no you i can't agree.
1: get the type of you know content and and that that world that i put you i kind of put you with the boogeyman is real the boogeyman's yeah. world kind of in a way and and like the bond of the naked dead world and and you can't really get that from other artists so i give them i give the listeners something that they can't yeah. get from anywhere else and
0: there's cut you use a lot of good cut clips and stuff like that from certain movies
1: there's yeah, a lot of linkage. There's there a lot of linkage involved. A lot of thought out, well thought out yeah. plans. You know, like I'll hear a sample. I'll watch a movie, and I'll, there'll be a sample in there that I think is sick, and I'll store it in the back of my head, write it down somewhere, and I might not use it for two, three years, four years, and then boom. Like yeah, I I, 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 um, I knew I was going to use the title Barn of the Naked Dead" when I was working in the video store. So really yeah i'm talking about i knew that's i was crazy dude. i knew i was going to name my first album yeah. Baller to Make Red, in like 1997
0: that's that's so, bad yeah
1: came out in 2004 so i had that shit in the stash you're like
0: I want some grimy and shit, right? I, like, was just, I, I saw that the movie. I, I saw. Yeah. The movie,
1: I went to. I was telling you, I, I was renting movies out of the basement when, yeah. when the basement section, when nobody rent like movies that I haven't rented in over five years. <laughs> yeah. and that movie was there. The dead but, section. The movies, yeah. A barn of the naked dead. I was like, that's balls to name a fucking movie that.
0: See, and I never even knew it was a movie. It was a movie,
1: yeah. And I'm like, yo, if that's if, crazy. If, if so, I was like, if the title blew me away like as, as just, just looking at it as a movie and it made me want to watch the movie, imagine yeah. if I could an album that. You
0: know what I mean? It was, oh, know, great. So I got to watch this movie now. I just thought oh, you no, like it. No, no. Made... The,
1: the movie's a piece of shit. I
0: figured. The movie sucks. It's a piece <laughs> the, of shit. Like, 70s, C-grade 70s
1: horror, low budget. Yeah. It was probably made for like a Canadian dollar.
0: Yeah, <laughs> 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 fucking uh here i got i got a couple more questions but i just have a i shout out my buddy okay my buddy absolutely fucking loves the billy jean song he oh, barely like he listens to some necro the songs
1: this record of all time yeah and honestly
0: it's like the greatest he, he, when I, like, I, he's, uh, actually, like, one of my supervisors on my shits. Like, we're really good buddies and shit right. like that. And he started, like, playing it, and somebody got him into it, like, a buddy that worked before. He was like, you ever heard of this shit? And this guy was big conspiracy head, but, like, loved, like, you and Necro and shit like that. An older dude, actually, probably around your age. Um... And he was like just going on. He showed him this, and my buddy Mitch absolutely loves Billie Jean. And I told him that I'm gonna talk about it because it's just such a, a catchy, ridiculously fucked up song. And it's just like it's too funny to me. Like, what what was you and Necro thinking when you guys like did okay, that so, shit?
1: Like, I'll explain. Yeah.
0: So we we were actually in the
1: studio uh, recording
0: for Street. Uh,
1: it was a mix CD that he put out, Street Street Villains Volume Two. Yeah, I love
0: that shit. Street, Street, wait, Street I gotta Villains, say that so for the fans. Yeah, for the fans that don't know, the Billie Jean song is pretty much a Michael Jackson diss song. For everyone that didn't know, keep going.
1: Okay, so... So we're in the studio, basically recording on industry beats. Um, yeah. So like the Street Villains, the theme of Street Villains was like the, at the time around like 2007, 2006, 2008. Like that time, a lot of people make, all these street CDs were coming out. The 50 Cent Street CD, the fucking yeah. Tony Touch Street CD, whatever, right? So like, how was how were you rappers. guys
0: able to use beats like mainstream beats? Like no, use it's because it's considered mixtape. It's oh, okay. mixed tape. Okay. So the same
1: way, the same way Tony touch or like, um,
0: yeah, whoever
1: or, or, or 50 cent would drop a, a, a mix CD rapping on uh-huh. industry beats, you know, like it'd be the same thing. Uh-huh. So, um, it was just in hip hop at that, at that time it was considered, okay. It's mixtape. No, it's not. not monetizing. You're not monetizing. We don't monetize off those yeah. songs. So when we put yeah. them on digital, Anything yeah. using a, some a beat that we don't own, we can't monetize it on YouTube or whatever. So it's,
0: it, yeah, it's promotional use technically. It's promotional
1: right? use only, right? But we could yeah. upload it as our catalog. and yeah. we'll, we'll get the we'll get the monthly listeners if someone's listening to it. But but anyway, so so we were doing we were rapping on industry beats, for, brand new verses on industry beats. So Dr. Dre different yeah, different types of shit. So he had he had um records sent yeah. instrumental records sent to the studio and one of the instrumental records that was in the batch was billy jean instrumental it was the billy jean instrumental yes, so we were throwing on each beat like oh Yo, you want to rhyme on this one you want to rhyme on that one so when he put on the billy jean it's one, catchy man right it's it's basically the beat from the michael jackson song Jean. Yeah, and right? we, we, so we
0: we used to that, freestyle on that shit
1: right it's there's a there's a it's, it, it's kick consistent kick. A, yeah yeah it's a, it's a it's a actual beat it's a quincy jones fucking yeah. you know it's a, it's a drum kit uh what do you call it um a, a loop well, so can I say one
0: thing? It sickly. sounds weird as shit, but me and my buddy have freestyle to, sounds weird, but Lady Gaga beats, because her shit is consistent. It sounds weird, but if you listen to any of most it of her, like, beat, well-known it beats, beats it, it sounds like, it sounds like a boom bap, like, it just, it's straight, there's actually a beat to it, where you can actually hit a note and hit a verse directly on that beat. It right, sounds well, weird, but we would shit, fuck around that, yeah. yeah. So well, you
1: know, industry standards, some people have that tempo where it'll be like a hip-hop tempo. Yeah. But anyway, so now yeah. he plays the Billie Jean shit. And and when he does, this is right around the time where it was very relevant where the trial was going on for the for the for Michael Jackson <laughs> yeah. being a pedophile when all the all the cases came out and he was being sued and taken to court and taken to yeah. trial. The trial was going on when we were recording. So when he popped that beat on. We just started. Oh, we were. Oh shit, Billy Jean. And then we start freestyling, fucking around, freestyling Michael Jackson, this shit.
0: Yeah.
1: Mike, you, know, you know, Mike, you're a fag get a pedophile. You a pedophile
0: know, pop so, to get murdered in with a shaggy. The
1: freestyling. And then I started, <laughs> we started kicking rhymes back and forth, freestyling about Michael Jackson, and we're <laughs> cracking each other up, laughing. So That's like, you know, Fucking why, you know, hilarious, no. dude. Let's just sit for an hour yeah. or two and write a, a, a Michael Jackson, just destroy Michael Jackson on Billy Jean and record it. Fuck it. Yeah. So we just did it right there on the spot from hearing the beat. We were in the process of making yeah. – So the, you the kind of were
0: freestyling but writing at the same
1: time? Right, right. And so like I would write a line and kick <laughs> it and we would laugh and we just had the beat on in the background. I, like, I would tell collection. you, my
0: buddy that barely listens to fucking hip-hop – uh, like he listens to some shit, but like he's not really like about like fucking he likes all sorts of music, but he fucking absolutely loves Billy Jean and right. knows like every fucking word. We uh like uh, I'm not that on the same shift. Yeah. He Michael used Jackson to, we, yeah. everything anyway. We used to it's fucking like, blare that shit on fucking our shift. Literally, we'd have that shit blaring through the factory. People
1: who don't listen <laughs> to that type of music know Billy Jean and Thriller, and yeah. they know those songs. They're such mega hits. So when you hear that. And what we're doing on there was right during the trial, and we're shitting on him for being a pedophile and a weirdo yeah. and a fuck up. So we totally destroyed him. And you know, you could say if people bring up the best disc records of all time, they'll ask me sometimes, "What do you think the best hip hop disc record is?" Michael Jackson, Billie Jean, two thousand. Yeah. You know, like man, like that I shit know buddies so that love foul. that shit. And here's the funny thing. He died not long after that. So, yep. so I always joke with people that he died because of that record. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, is, I, I just wanted to bring stuff. that up because I like I just like, I told my buddy I had to bring it up because he just absolutely loved that fucking song. Uh, here, it's I got not, a couple more. Yeah, it is. And it's just the way you guys did it and how I perfectly to the beat. Also, I think that nobody's ever come out and dissed me
1: like on some yeah. battle shit after hearing that. No. Did you hear that? And yeah. you hear how we destroy and how foul we get. I don't yeah. think anybody wants to get into like a, any kind of a fucking written dis battle with me because I'm gonna fucking destroy. No.
0: And you and you do boxing <laughs> so, and shit and your, stuff too. grandmother's right? so, not safe. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you do a bunch. I was gonna ask you. You do a bunch oh, yeah, of boxing shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That what, was
1: another thing I
0: did. Was it up, you? Um, did um, Yeah. I was gonna say. Did, I heard something. You talk about something about a golden glove. Like who who had the golden glove, or you like inspired to do that, or? Oh yeah well, well my
1: see my inspiration for boxing came really young too because my my father had um four brothers, and my father and his four brothers were all boxers, whether professional or yeah, that's amateur yeah. and they all fought gold gloves and, yeah, and they, that's all, thought. they all they all were either you know amateur or whatever so like i i was very into it at a young age, and then when I started, like then my mother brought me to like martial arts and shit like that when I was very yeah. young, and then like it was funny because I was doing taekwondo and shit, and the taekwondo instructor said I I couldn't be bothered, I didn't have the attention span or couldn't yeah. be bothered with like the katas and the fucking the, the <laughs> all that bullshit like so he I just Jiu-Jitsu wanted to spar and shit, I just yeah. wanted to fight I wanted to spar yeah. my favorite time was when he would put us against people and just spar so like he was like you know what maybe you should join boxing instead of taekwondo yeah. like, so when I joined boxing I just loved it and I and I guess I was the same age I started boxing around the same age I started rapping, probably maybe a little older. I, I was probably like ninety two,
0: ninety-three. That's crazy. And how old were you then? Like what? Like you're fourteen, thirteen? Yeah, something like that. That's crazy. And like yeah, um
1: probably around eighth grade, like the the end yeah. toward, towards the end of eighth grade. Do you watch boxing.
0: UFC? Like do you enjoy UFC? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you uh, like later, Connor?
1: Later. <laughs> Yeah, I like him. I like him. I like him. He's, he's like fucked a, up, I like man. Like being a personality. Yeah, he's a fucked yeah, up guy. He's
0: hate. like, yeah, and he's like cougar character, man. He's fucking right, he's crazy sick, as fuck.
1: He he's good TV. He's he's yeah. a fan. He like he's always going to keep you interested. He's always you're always going to want to watch what he's going to do next. He's yeah. you know, he's like that. He's kind of like the Mike Tyson of MMA in the fact I
0: agree. I found so percent. erratic
1: and so nuts and such a badass that yeah. you know, he might not win every fight and he might not be as polished as everybody else, but he's he's sick, he's good TV.
0: Now, yeah, so Mike Tyson, man, I'll fucking eat your children and all that shit that Mike Tyson used to Sometimes fucking say back in the day.
1: The the, the lead up and the build-up. No, it's right now,
0: psychological, like, man. You fuck with them. You want yeah, them to know he he you're right. gonna fucking burn shit.
1: Right now, Mike Tyson is relevant, where he's stirring waves about talking about a comeback and shit. He's all over Instagram, and you know, oh,
0: I would love that. People get but that's the same as what's the same as like uh, even like Connor, that he goes from like I'm retired to I'm not yeah, retired. Yeah. Tyson was the yeah. shit at a cowboy, and then he's like done. And then I'll come back, and you know yeah. what I mean. Uh here to get into some other shit. Uh, kind of like to uh kind of wean this closer to an end, but I want to have a couple questions. I guess we should go first of all. I have other questions about serial killers and cult leaders and shit like that. But I just want to know what's your top favorite horror movies of all time? Top five, top whatever. What like what Hold really on. gets your a, gears going?
1: You want what's funny? I'm gonna to refer to my um. I have it in my highlights on my, on my Instagram, like the yeah. Instagram highlights, because recently I had done during the court when the quarantine first started, and there was like nothing to do and shit. Yeah. Did, yeah I, exactly. I I did that ask me a question thing on, on uh, and I was getting like an inbox full of like questions. So I said. Um, give me a topic, uh, you know, a category and I'll give you my top 10. So of course, yeah. horror, horror movies was there and, um, and I, I listed them. So let me just refer to it. Yeah. Top yeah. 10 list. And I'll tell you right now, top 10 list. Here we go. I'm looking at it. My the, the <laughs> I don't. So give yeah. me a category and I'll give you my top 10. So horror movies, here we go. So my number one of all time for me, that affected me, like you asked me with the rappers that influenced me and shit. So number one was the the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So the first one ever, Uh, like the first, the Toby Hooper one. Toby Hooper, yeah, yeah. That fucking, that, I I seen that probably was about seven years old, seven or eight years old, and it fucking changed my life. And it it, it basically, watching it so much, like I did, I probably watched that movie a hundred times, it altered my personality and my character, me as a person. Yeah. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, no, and the goonism yeah. and the craziness yeah. and psychotic, the psychosis of it, like yeah. the way, and the way how, way how it was portrayed, like you're a fly on the wall, like you're yeah. right there, like with everything, and, and how, how real it was, yeah. right.
0: It's i, so- I, I, I want to say before you go on uh, the other one like that i text master definitely influenced me uh, uh toby hooper was like amazing when it comes to that is it the directing style the fact that it felt like it was real i had I, a, a i life had life. a babysitter that had a boyfriend who was really into horror movies and he had like that fucking old school did, like did fucking case yeah no. <laughs> no 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 thank you okay. no no all right, Fuck all that right. shit. <laughs> uh no, but like yeah, sometimes nah, you get a hot babysitter. You're yeah, no, she no, nah, nah, yeah. her friends were more good looking, and then she was uh, the last okay. babysitter in the end of the fucking trial when I was about like gotcha. ten, eleven. So she had this boyfriend that was super into horror movies. So he showed me she liked the Crow. And I remember him being like, I, he had the I was like, what's this? And I was like, maybe ten. And it was I spit on your grave, and he was like, wait till you're oh, older. Yeah. um cool. Yeah, and so he showed me Text Changes to Masker and I just remember uh how crazy that film was and it brought you into that reality and stuff oh, and how the second one actually fucked me up more than the first one because I saw that one the comedy. It was a fucking like a weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Pure psychosis. So those yeah. two
1: movies together. They're both in my top 10, uh, part one and two, for different reasons. Yeah. Oh, uh, part yeah. two were Chop Top. That character was so insane. Chop I sampled them on, on Dog Will Hunt, right? So on, yep. on, uh, on, on the Boogie Dog Man's Hunt. Real, I sampled yeah. Chop Top. So fucking like those characters, they, they molded yeah. my. So I'm kind of like a rat version of Chop Top and Leatherface, like all yeah. rolled into one. All that. that like basically, like, imagine Leatherface is just this brutal killer with no personality. And then you got Chop Top, who's a killer, but mad personality, funny flavor, crazy out True. of his mind drops one liners and dope 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 quotables, you know. So like Fucking that that's top. kinda how I formulated <laughs> my style. My the yeah. Mr. Hyde character style is kinda like a rapping version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. Kinda. In a no, way like song, the song The Sledge, the Sledge is a yeah, an ode yeah. that's an ode to te- to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Anyway, so so the other thing I was gonna say, like that movie's so real in the fact what separates it from other horror movies of the time, like you'll have like I see the Jason masks. Not to yeah. shit on Friday the 13th, they're yeah. dope. The way they were shot they were dope. Um, yeah. They were legit, legitimately scary, and they had um, you know b- very brutal. Um, it went like this. What?
0: what, <laughs> like, it
1: what what's upset. different about about Texas Chainsaw Massacre is that there's no build up. When, when Jason's coming, you hear, right? Yeah. But like you'll hear the build up music. You'll know when someone's about to get killed. In yeah. Texas Chainsaw, it's just the door opens. You're on some dude's property yeah, the door that rope,
0: one scene yeah. that snatches you
1: put you on a meat yeah. hook like it all happens so fast like that, that that's one scene when you first down. see
0: him and he and clocks it. that fucking dude out yeah that and first got, scene when like, he clocks shaking. that dude out and he's shaking like that scene in general and then he closes how, the fucking door but that's but it's so
1: that's how it would really go down if you were on some fucking yeah. redneck, neck non fucking sketchy location and you're fucking yeah. around like walking to their house and shit and you know and their retarded fucking son comes out with a sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, yeah that that's true. Real shit. So, so that, that's what affected shit. you. Yeah. So, if you want a couple more, yeah, yeah, you said five
0: do it. On five. Yeah, uh, sure, sure, why not?
1: Okay, so the next one would be Hellraiser.
0: Yes, I'm a big to fan to of Hellraiser. Me,
1: Hellraiser one through four probably.
0: Yeah,
1: are so sick. You know how like albums, um, like Metallica have like four albums in a row. Mob Deep yeah. have four in a row that were just fucking awesome like you know like, like top notch i feel like the tri- uh the, the the hellraiser had those, those four in a row were just fucking mind-blowing and then they started to get a little repetitive and weird and then they used a different pinhead but the the, the clive barker that pinhead yeah yeah the clive <laughs> barker, the, the clive barker um imagination and oh wow. and story that he he made for that was so fucking
0: no, so, I, have know, a, I have a Clive Barker book, man. He actually can write pretty fucking crazy, man.
1: He's one of the most original minds and, and, and most, you know, just fucking just cutting edge original. So when I, I saw Hellraiser,
0: yeah. it blew away the original is so like good just the fact that you know that she tries to bring her husband back from the dead and all that whole she, aspect she's feeding she's feeding yeah. it to the fourth to the ghoul in the fourth. yeah <laughs> and um i got a question um i'm a yeah. huge wes craven fan like i love nightmare and i'm sure he's probably one of my favorite just because of the the comical accent with the dark side of it um i, know, I love scream. Like he had personality yeah, yeah. Uh, scream was good uh do you like people under the stairs because i absolutely love <laughs> that film I do. It's, it's great. Yeah. She's feeding that thing the between his dad.
1: Fucking the, the dad is nuts. That dad is like, yeah. That, that's, that guy is is a dope actor. He's in a lot of low budget mm. flicks. That guy, that that, uh, yeah. that actor, sick. Right, um, a I could be your third. Think that actor, the, the dude who plays yeah. the father, from, from People Under the Stairs, is the werewolf from Silver Bullet. I think.
0: Oh really? That'd be fucking the, crazy. The, the, the dude,
1: yeah, he's a he's a
0: shit. you like your werewolf movies because you do the Howling song too love movies well the howling yeah. is up there american yeah. werewolf in london is one of them i love
1: yeah. i you agree I mean just strictly for the change scene the comedy yeah. in it is comedy sprinkled in like don't call me a meatloaf like yeah. you know like the the whole the whole american <laughs> Werewolf in london but the first yeah. transformation scene of the werewolf is crazy in that yeah oh yeah no cutaways it was it was it was, um, it was completely. for the time you know yeah for special effects but um okay so so here i got more so Silence of the Lambs. yeah, Definitely one of the sickest horror flicks that I've seen. Just just the cinematography, the acting, the the story.
0: Psychological the suspense, point yeah. view, right? from
1: a different from a different perspective, right? So Bloodsucking Freaks is one of the most foul fucking horror movies I've ever seen. <laughs> um, very yeah. original, very exploitational. It kinda it's kind of like a grindhouse horror movie, but yeah. like you know, gorific. You know, it's sick. Oh, I totally um, agree. twisted. Um and then if I'm gonna give you a couple of new ones. Yeah, uh, fuck new it. new one, high tension. Um, yeah, that was super brutal. High tension. Yeah, uh, named a song after it. High tension. Um, fucking martyrs. There's there's the French version, the uh, the French yeah. foreign version. I've martyrs. heard
0: about it. I haven't checked it out yet. super fast. Yeah. Okay, I'll check brutal, it.
1: Brutal. The American yeah, yeah. version is good too. The French version is next level.
0: Sick, Brutality.
1: Well. Um, and then if you want to get like borderline sci-fi yeah. with, with horror fuck movies. Yeah. That Fucking killed it was a lot of
0: alien shit. <laughs> the thing, the original, yeah, the oh, fuck yeah oh, yeah, yeah, that's but, a but, classic, man. John My buddy Carpenter fucking loves did. the movie. That movie
1: uh, that, that changed me, you know, that, that influenced me a lot. That movie, The Thing, it was just so John bugged Carpenter's out. There's so, a god when yeah, it comes to more flicks. So, I, I actually enjoy The Thing more than Halloween, just, yeah. I just enjoy it more as, as more of an original. Yeah, type.
0: no, I agree. I'm a big alien. That, that, I love the original Alien Man your yeah, fucking Aliens are fucking is aliens a, so fucking dope and creepy
1: well, as shit. The sci-fi, you know, I, I have the sci-fi list too. That that, that, that was um. Hold on, right, I want to hear some
0: sci-fi list. shit because I love sci-fi. I, I got so, a question. You're you're a gamer, right? You like to game some. If you ever want to, like, play a really good, if you haven't, really good horror game, Alien Isolation was fucking so good. Like, I, it, it's I've so fucking it. trippy. So, um, it's very good graphics. It's a PlayStation 4. I think you can get it on Xbox, too. Uh, also, um... Yeah, I got PS4. Fuck, I should fucking add you. So honestly, like, if you even want to, I can game share it to you. Alien Isolation yes. is fucking so good. Um, It really brings you in the aspect of being alone on a spaceship with an alien. The fucking, like, slime drips down from the ceiling. It's like, honestly, after this uh, a jet, recording, yeah. lo- look it's it up on right you. Yeah, and honestly, okay. I think still you'd really enjoy movie? it. I had the
1: Alien game for Sega. There was an Alien game. Check out Isolation, dude. I know for sure. All right, so for me, for me, sci-fi, sci-fi flicks. Um, we already mentioned The Thing. So Alien, of course. But then now we're gonna go. We're gonna go fucking Schwarzenegger. We got Terminator, Predator, um, Escape from New York, Escape from New York. Um, one of my favorite sci-fi flicks ever because of the gruesomeness and the the and the fucking disgustingness was The Fly. David Cronenberg, (laughs) The Fly. The original
0: fly yeah, Jeff was crazy. Blue Man, yeah. Oh, fuck He yeah. killed it, right? Yeah, that no, was so good. Gina Davis killed it. Gina
1: Davis. The arm wrestling scene.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's like the like it guy is a good,
1: Yeah. Um. Then, then aliens. The second alien, aliens. Yeah. Fucking Mad Max, the Road Warrior.
0: I actually, uh, and I like the remake too. Honestly, yeah. I'm a big fan of Tom Hardy. So, Tom Hardy like did Death, a fucking Mad game. Max.
1: All the Mad Maxes with Don yeah. Beyond so Thunderdome. Good. I sampled oh, Beyond Underdome yeah. also. Oh, uh,
0: yeah.
1: fucking. And I'll give you some new ones, too. Fuck um, oh, yeah, do it. Snowpiercer. Did
0: you see Snowpiercer? Um, we were going to, me and my girl, were going to watch it. Um, wow. And I've heard about watch it, too. It. Okay, dope. I'm going to check it out. Okay, Just, yeah, I'll check no, it out. No, no explanation. Just watch it. Okay, okay. sick. All right.
1: Brutal. Okay,
0: Snowpiercer. Dope I need put it on my resume.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dope, dope, uh, dope idea. Mad original. Fucking
0: violent. Sick. Okay. Post apocalyptic. Crazy. Sick. Okay. Um, yep. Here, uh, I gotta, I got, I got. Just like before, we teeter off. Honestly, like. Um Obviously, you necro into like serial killers and shit like that and cult stuff. Like, I've heard like necros uh, do the Manson or do the fucking Charles Manson. Charles Manson? Yeah. Um, He's
1: he's exploited serial killers throughout his career. Oh,
0: I can a thousand percent like believe that what do you what zero killer or even cult member like you, you can go on to both if you want that you find the most interesting um like i'm watching uh i'm almost done waco right now that just got put out netflix and stuff like that um but i knew a lot about david koresh beforehand um Uh, Also, like we just did Jeffrey Dahmer. uh, That will be out uh, in a week or two. Um, So we've done a lot of stuff like that. We've done The Hamburger Killer. We've done a lot of Serial Killers. I've been interested in Serial Killers since I was a young kid. And I think that's why... I gravitate towards you and Necro and stuff like that, because I was already looking up like shit in Charles Manson. Like we did a really good episode about Paul Bernardo, like the serial killer in Canada that right. fucked up dude that put like Paul Bernardo was fucked. So we did a whole like almost two hour episode on him and it got a lot of good reviews and stuff like that. And I just curious of like what serial killer do you find even the most interesting or the most fucked up, or anything like even cult member stuff too. Like, what is the one that you are like? This is crazy shit. Well, you know, Dahmer's always
1: one of the sickest because yeah. he was fucking eating people. And and some of the stories, like the true stories that were involved in the victims, are so crazy that yeah. like he he drilled a hole in someone's head. Yeah, we just talked then,
0: about that shit. And, and, well, and then Ricardio the guy in with a power end.
1: drill and was yeah. playing around. And and then the guy, the guy was like the the drugs were wearing off and he got up and he 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 went out into the right, street and the
0: police were just like I don't want to deal with your homo shit just go over right, there
1: the guy the guy went over <laughs> to the cops and was like you know with a fucking hole in his head but yeah, it was we just, and when
0: see it when this comes out we'll already have released the Dahmer episode so, so i, I think, think that yeah that some heavy shit with Dahmer. Mm-hmm. the only thing is i'm not going to say
1: Dahmer's is my favorite because he's a homo so like yeah. you know like fucking i'm Chikatilo's not going to really support that fuck, shit man Chikatilo's really like, foul he he's was Andre Chikatilo
0: fucked. fucked up.
1: Um he was fucked. He's definitely one of the probably he's probably the one of the worst being out of their minds like like that type yeah. of shit. You know, I, I don't really like the, the gay the, the Gacy pedophile shit, you know, like yeah. that shit's corny Gacy's he's, he's corny. He's, he's I also agree. a sick fu- he's a sick fuck, yeah. but it's kinda corny the clown and
0: See, you know what but, uh, uh, What we like, it it's fucked. But like we, one of the first serial killers we ever covered, like we just did. We we've done like just like serial killers in general, and we've done like Canadian serial killers. One of the first cases we ever uh, covered, um, with me and my co-host. He's a younger dude that's just more of a comedian style dude. He's a funny fuck. Um, and we did, um, Richard Ramirez. Uh, Richard Ramirez's point of view on shit is so interesting. His satanic views on the government and like all that shit. Uh, even like my buddy yeah. jokes about like being Ramirez and making jokes about it because he was such a foul, crazy fucking character and yeah, he, he had the craziest beliefs too.
1: Yeah. He was a sick dude. Definitely. And, but, and some of his beliefs made sense and shit, right? It <laughs> like it makes sense. From, right, right. From yeah. weird perspectives. Right. So uh, one of the interesting ones to me is Ted Bundy because yeah. he's like a, like a, like he blended in so well he's like a guy next door he he was one of the best at concealing his yeah. psychosis and and madness It kind of reminds me of like the American psycho um character like the Fucking um, amazing the, the Patrick Bateman type Patrick shit, right
0: Bateman,
1: yeah. Patrick Bateman and Ted Bundy are similar because they're killing women the are sexual with sexual nature but the sick thing is how he blended in and how everybody thought he was like a bo- the boy next door type dude he started off as like a peeping Tom. But the sickest thing is that how he was so nice and and got along with such a people person, that like he would be cool with the guards and he would escape yeah. from prison like three times. Like the fact like, how that he, Ted Bundy. I from know
0: prison? the fact that he was doing that shit where he was jumping off of his top bunk or whatever to right. get his leg strength to jump out the yeah, fucking window.
1: Smart, smart fucking calculated yeah. psycho. That fucking there's and, and thin, to be there's a thin line, man. To be so cool with people and 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 like yeah. actually hoodwinking. Security guards and COs, they they were like letting him just chill with no handcuffs, reading books in the library, hanging out. Bro, this guy had a body count, you know what I mean? Like crazy body count. No, and
0: I'm trying to think of someone who was like similar. Uh, to the egotistical side of himself but like Ted Bundy is one of his own and even we just kind of talked about it recently and stuff like on the uh, podcast is how um, they kind of like they get Zach Efron to play him and it's, it's this big spectacle of a fucking movie but what I was bothered about about that whole movie uh, was that they didn't really show what he actually did the brutal side of what he was yeah, doing
1: I, I didn't like that flick at it all it was actually. more but of no like oh look grill. at how
0: yeah, yeah, look at how fucking he can trick people into thinking he's charismatic. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they were focusing on the relationship with the girl, and, yeah, I, and I, I really like over... that flick. the yeah. the other one, the other Ted Bundy <laughs> yeah. flick, where they show him like with the cast yeah. hitting the girl in the yeah, head. And yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That that flick was sick. No, that was a good it, one. Yeah, and that's like if you want to do a horror show... style. They sh- yeah. They show him jerking off in the bushes and shit yeah, like in the yeah. beginning.
1: That he's like good.
0: spying on the fucking girls and shit. And the yeah, thing is, I like got bad. my buddy, uh, we just did Dahmer, so I got him to watch the Dahmer movie with the guy that now is uh what is his name? Hawkeye or whatever in the Avenger movies. He played right. fucking Dahmer. And my buddy watched it, and he's like, It's fucking horrible. And I was like, I like that shit. Like it it, <laughs> it shows how fucked up he was, really. Right, right. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is interesting how they often like, and it's funny, my girlfriend would say like that you and Necro glorify serial killers, but the fact sure. that they do it with it's, fucking it's, we're exploiting, we exploit yeah, them. It's exploiting. <laughs> and the fact that they do it with like Zac Efron makes it even worse. Cause they're like, well, he was a handsome guy that got away with murder for so long. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, oh, an- another movie I just wanted to quickly just yeah, popped up in my, yeah. my head we're talking about serial killers, was Maniac, the original Maniac.
0: Yes, that shit's oh, that fucked, Which, man. In, it's well, super that's disturbing. One of disturbing.
1: Uh, it's It's uh, Tom Savini did all the effects. It's yeah. one of Tom Savini's I
0: love like, Tom early
1: Savini. works that was insane. It had the exploding head, the shocker. Yeah. And, and that, that character, when you're talking about psychotic serial killers and just, you know, that character from Maniac. Uh, yeah. We named a song after him.
0: Frankie. Uh, Frank,
1: Frank Zito, yeah. Joe yeah, Spinell.
0: It, uh, yeah, Joe Spinell too. And I was like, I was just watching a documentary about old school horror films, stuff like that, and it's just, like, it's just interesting, because a lot of this shit, like, I started, like, because I've li- I have listened to you guys when I was so young that I started, like, listening to your lyrics, and I dissect all your lyrics. It was the way of me teaching myself also how to rap, and, like, like not to toot my own horror and stuff like that, I'm not, like, big body means, but, like, my, my all my buddies, everyone that knows me knows I can rap. I can freestyle like a fucking maniac. I can do crazy shit, um, and and you guys inspired me to do that and uh people always ask me like how did you learn how to freestyle and stuff like that and I used to sit there with a fucking tape recorder and yes I'm a 90s baby but I used to have a tape recorder and just sit there and like freestyle all day I never, I never knew when I started writing and what the difference was writing and freestyling I would just do it constantly so I did a lot of like brutal shit and stuff like that which caused people and a lot of the films and serial killers and shit like that that I got into was because of you and Necro I would hear those specific names like I would have known i know about andre chicotillo when i was 14 years old because of necro's line Andre not with the serial killer of uh, the killer glows or whatever that the fact yeah, that yeah, those yeah. things still circle, circle of tyrants yeah. yeah and circle of Tyrants is honestly a huge influence on me because when that album came out i enjoyed it it was so Crazy well album. done it yeah, was a horror right. flick right so yeah
1: you know what's funny about that album it's like uh, it everybody feels like, it, you know, thinks that it was so calculated. Yeah. It was, you know, basically Necro said, we're, we're going to do an album from beginning to end um, rapping violence on, on, on crazy, you know, horror sample beats and you yeah. know like, or brutal beats and uh, everybody's just spitting verses one after another on some Wu-Tang shit, but pure violence and horror. So, so good that, dude. that was it we just did it and, south
0: and- of fucking heaven so good like there's so many like uh the carnivores is probably and your fucking verse lord of illusions source cause contusions like those lines that you Brutal. did was so that's, impressive that's to me movie too
1: lord of illusions
0: yeah yeah and, and the thing is i would have never known what that movie was unless it was oh, for really? you yeah okay. like there's a yeah, lot of things that you slick. guys yeah like that hooked me into like even um uh, uh, Phantasm. I recently watched that again. Uh, I, I haven't seen it since I was a kid because I watched it because I heard Necro rhyme about it and I recently watched it again and a lot of people don't like it, but I fucking love that flick. It's so it's, fucking weird and different.
1: It has that like claymation, like, mm. you know, che- some cheesy special effects, yeah, like, but, 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 but it's tall, it's so man. bugged out. Like <laughs> when you watch it, 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 it gives you a very, um, it's a surreal vibe like a very mystical strange yeah. creepy creepy chilling vibe you know um, um
0: it's a dope, yeah uh, it's a very original like thought out yeah, flick yeah um i pretty much have like a co- like just a couple more small questions but uh yeah. because uh w- like we can like draw to the end of this pretty soon um but is there any like do you have any thoughts about conspiracies or ones that you maybe find interesting or that may be true i'm just curious because i'm a big conspiracy buff like I used to listen to Alec Jones a lot until he went kind of nuts. I like David Icke. I like I like w- the reptilian conspiracy. I think it's funny uh, yeah. that I find all these things very interesting. And obviously mm-hmm. 9-11 is seen to be an inside job. I just wonder if there's a conspiracy that kind of like, even if it's COVID shit, that like maybe you're like, maybe it's true or that you find interesting because just because it's, it's, it doesn't mean it needs to be real for it to be interesting. As
1: far as that you have, you hold belief in it and things like that. Okay. So two things that I'll touch on real quick being that you brought up aliens and shit, right? So I believe that there's other life forms.
0: Fuck yeah.
1: There's gotta be, I mean, Um, are we, are we as humans? Are we so fucking egotistical to believe that we're the only life forms on the fucking, when when there was dinosaurs and shit like that, come on, the, the, how many galaxies, we're one small galaxy, yeah. y- y- like one small planet in a fucking solar system of, of, of millions of galaxies and, 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 and systems. So there's got to be life on other planets. That's 100%. I feel like that's yeah. that's one of these things where it's not even debatable when people are like, oh, aliens don't exist. Whether <laughs> it's the aliens from Alien yeah. that are popping out of your belly, you know, like... You, you don't know, know what they might creatures. fucking look like, it too. It could be something s- simple, like a, just a, an extraterrestrial... Other otherworldly insect that, that yep. you know, or a plant life, or you know, it was pretty good that movie Life.
0: Life. Oh yeah, that? that movie tripped me it was the sick. fuck out. It, that was instantly, really sick. Ryan, uh, what uh Ryan Reynolds dies like so quickly. Yeah, yeah. But it was that so fucking
1: me, good. Real quick, real quick, because we could talk about yeah. movies forever. But that reminded me when Ryan Reynolds died, like the star of the movie died so fast. Was like when totally off topic uh yeah, yeah, movie, no, dude. The, the, the movie on the plane executive decision when yeah. steven seagal died immediately Yeah, it's like <laughs> steven what the seagal fuck? was like at his height <laughs> of his movies where he's the man and shit yeah, and it was, it was like, a movie the movie with fuck? kurt russell and he was like a you know S- secret service guy on the plane and he dies immediately
0: well they but did I, that like uh, it. uh no west craven did that in fucking scream man fucking uh yeah. drew drew barrymore dies which in the like the first like 10 minutes not even well, what's your favorite well, scary well, movie exactly yeah. they got the
1: biggest actor she's just like kind of making a cameo yeah she's but, i uh, met
0: nev uh, campbell at a fan a expo man she's fucking good looking
1: <laughs> what about a, what about a show um a show too like game of thrones i don't know if you watch yeah. game of thrones but i watched the whole fucking thing where the only notable actor was the michael bean dude the, the yes. dude who plays yeah. and he dies like in episode two or three or whatever to spark off the whole you know yeah. anyway getting back to it what was the original question?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know we get, we get off. Oh, conspiracy. Oh, yeah, so yeah.
1: Al- yeah. Aliens, um, aliens exist, in my yeah. opinion. I agree, and I... I, I, find agree it, and I- you know-
0: you know what I say to people, I say the most ignorant thought a human being can have is to think that you, we're the only fucking people in the universe. I believe, in my opinion, there is things watching us and if, if quantum physics is what we think it is or if it is true or not, the fact that we only see 10% of a visual spectrum, right. a reality Literally, in general like, doesn't, we like see fucking nothing, man. Right, right. We don't you'll, see ultraviolet, we don't see gamma rays, we don't see any of this bullshit. So, there's definitely something, whether it's
1: the smallest little organism, there's definitely yeah. life on the planet. Well, even then the
0: other thing, alternate stuff. realities, right? Yeah. Like clashing yeah, in. That, that show, uh, Black Mirror,
1: is pretty dope. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like some of the episodes from Black Mirror. Uh, and technology, could, I, 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 that's one of the conspiracy things. Well, you know, sci fi conspiracy things that I'll yeah. say that, is that the doom of the human race will probably be, be something that has to do with technology. technology becoming so advanced where robots start replacing humans and there might be some kind of a revolt because they're putting humans out of work and and the possibilities are endless for an apocalyptic world and think about how dope terminator is now like the movie terminator of, of of a world where machines take over so so i feel like that could happen and another conspiracy theory that a lot of that's getting a lot of light now is whether governments have vaccines or cures for yeah. AIDS and COVID and things that they're keeping under wraps. I definitely wrap. think And they a hundred percent, that's another hundred percent thing yeah. that I believe. I think it's interesting, but I also, you, you're you definitely naive to, to, to believe that they don't. and they're Big not really
0: pharma, believe. like they don't make money if they don't, they're, they're, they're making like money off of dying lives. That's it. That's it. That's all. It, I, that's I all. Have to tell you is what, one name, bring up one
1: name, Magic Johnson. Yeah. Bro, Magic Johnson came out with AIDS during the height of AIDS killing everybody yep. and he's he's gonna outlive us all. <laughs> no, and so, I like, so the, the the theory yeah. of people with power having access yeah. like, like Illuminati or having access to things that the poor people don't. Come on. That's common I, I think
0: it would be Just and I see sense. and I bring this up to a lot of people too when I talk about this and I've said this in my own like the podcast stuff. It's like uh, Il Bill's line and I think it's Futurama or one of the nonfiction lines is like 1975, they created AIDS inside a laboratory like and i believe that shit and i believe that there is cures for all these things and big pharma makes money off of dying lives those fucking pharmaceutical companies would not make money if it right. wasn't for people slowly dying it's like we'll, we'll give you oh, these pills and, you have to pay for no right? and on top
1: of this on, t- on top of that um they're gonna make more money. The pharmaceutical companies and the, and the doctors yeah. and all this stuff—it's all one big cycle. Uh, uh, they're all working in cahoots, right? But the yeah. fucking—they're not—they're gonna make more money by treating and helping, yeah. you know, helping you to feel better, but not curing.
0: No, so you no, and that's—that's that's the point. That's why, I, yeah, that's it, exact, yeah. But we're not gonna give you the cure. No, because you can't make money if you—if they were to cure every fucking disease, they can't make money. And that it's all about money, and, and money is the root of all evil. They say. Oh, um, oh look, if they made if they made <laughs>
1: drugs legal, if they made drugs legal, legal, they, uh, the, you
0: know. Yeah, look what happened. Uh, what, look what's so happening right too. now with the riots and all that bullshit, right? It, it's only gonna get worse from here. Um, but I gotta uh, to end this like uh, on a more positive note, I guess. Uh, I'm gonna ask you for your shout-out soon, stuff like that, but. I was put at the end. Is there any, like, funny stories that, like, you and Necro have had together? Like, any any stories that are memorable for you that, like, are, like, significant? That just, like, you guys knowing each other and you're kind of bond? Because you guys are both characters. You're a character. Necro's a fucking character. I watch that motherfucker all the time on Instagram Live. He's he's such a funny-ass fucking gutter dude and doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> well, we got tons of stories.
1: I mean, things that, that yeah, yeah. you know that... We we've literally been on tour in different countries, like weird fucking areas where something happened, and we were fucking were laughing hysterical. Where I'm in tears on the floor, you know, <laughs> laughing shit like that. Yeah. We just we can't even control ourselves. And plus, we like to abuse people and like do do things, yeah. you know, kind of like kind of like t- well, another Canadian, Tom Green. We're big fans of like people. Really, really? yeah, I love Tom, Tom Green. Green will dude, run up yeah. in like a a music store and start playing guitar and smashing it on the floor just yeah, for reactions yeah. and you know like kind of ball breaking borat like borat comedy yeah like, yeah, like that. Fuck yeah we're making jerks out of people but like you know at their expense so i'm uh, gonna ask like um it, but, like
0: just what happened in fucking where was it sweden and you guys like knocked the fucking shit out of a bunch of kids well that's like, not well, not really not a
1: comedy story but yeah i mean sometimes that no happens, I, just, I
0: i was, was just like because i remember reading about that and it wasn't like dudes just trying to start shit and then you and necro kind of just handled it
1: uh, the, what happened with the Sweden thing? I think it was the opening, the openers in Sweden, the opening yeah. act. There were like some hip hop openers, and they didn't like the the fact that, you know, I guess they were, first of all, they're opening for us. And second of all, I guess. Oh, they're rap
0: we, kids, eh?
1: Yeah, they were rap kids. And, and we were doing our show, and one of our crew members had j- jumped in the, the crowd to start a mosh pit, like the pit. Because oh, a lot of people, yeah. you know, we'll, have, we'll have mosh pits going on during oh, our, our set. Yeah, yeah. So our, our friend, our dude, this kid, Drew, uh, he's a good friend of ours and she's she, a rugged dude from manchester he jumps in the pit and he starts pitting and i guess the openers were in the crowd too and like, i guess he they weren't like familiar with moshing sweet. Yeah. sweden i guess they weren't they were like hip-hop kids whatever they they, yeah. they didn't take kindly to the moshing and and I, I guess drew banged into them and like got rough with them so then they 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 headbutted drew a our, our, our boy and hit him with something and then like Drew was having, you know, normally he just start swinging on them, but, but yeah. having respect for us and our show, he came back up on stage and was like, oh, the, you know, these, these, these fucking people in the crowd, you know, headbutted me and they, they you know, they got, they got nasty with me when I was pitting." And we're like, word, and then Necro jumped in the crowd to go, you know, handle it and shit. So, so okay. we, we jumped down, we started doing what we were doing. And then, so then we, we fucked them up, like kind of like, you know, threw some punches, hammered them out, and then went back yeah. on stage. We start doing our show again. And there's Drew, ju- uh, no, Drew jumps yeah. in the pit again. And oh, then the same fuck. shit happens again. So we thought it was over that the shit was dead. So we jump back in and now fuck. the bouncers are trying to separate us and shit. So now we're fighting with bouncers, punching bouncers in the face. Like the whole thing becomes a big melee fucking crazy shit. And, crazy. Uh, and we fucked up a lot of like.
0: Yeah. Know, I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> Necro is not. Is he, he's not still banned, is he?
1: No, 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 no. So we we oh, basically yeah. had to give like an apology to like the
0: the, Swedish, the
1: the Swedish government and, uh. and shit like that. We had no problem with Sweden. It was just a, an isolated event where the, where the openers you know well, started. It kind of started. shows
0: how like they, people are they bitches. couldn't deal with the
1: brutality yeah. of our show, guess, yeah. like the rug No, show. people. Like if people you're gonna say be, one thing, if yeah. you're gonna be at a show like that, don't yeah. don't stand in the
0: pit it's like i've been at a lot of metal shows growing up especially as a kid and it's like if you don't want to go into a, especially a circle pit you might get punched in the face but even a mosh pit if you're not ready to go into that shit you shouldn't be fucking there like i remember get, you know elbow yeah. or something I remember when I was a fucking kid, we used to get into mosh pits and shit, and then if you wanted out, most people were cool, you fucking raise your hand and say, I want out, and people would fucking just pick you up and lift you up and throw you down the fucking crowd so you could get picked up by the bouncer and get out of there. There is, like, and if you want to get involved with that shit, don't be a fucking bitch about it. That's how I see it.
1: Um, so here's a, here's a funny story. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's, a, that's, <laughs> a, funny that's a beef. Yeah. That's a beef. I just story. I was so we're, curious about that. Yeah, we we've had so many um altercations with people trying to test us and like people yeah. at shows be drunk idiots at shows spilling beer on our merch I or doing imagine. stupid shit that we, we end up punching people in the face all the time. That happens a lot. But um, <laughs> but as far as uh f- hilarious shit, we were in. Romania, driving from Romania into Bulgaria. So we had yeah, just done a show. Two buddies
0: that is from Romania, and I have a buddy that's in Romania right now, actually.
1: So as you would probably know, if you know anything about Romania, they have major cities. right like so they'll have like Sofia, Bulgaria, and they'll yep. have like you know whatever the 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 major city is in some of these countries that have the the major industry and it's kind of the, you know it's the big city it has it has yep. money, but then like the nondescript off the, you know, off the reservation type fucking towns. And like, it's really poor. People live in yeah, bungalows, their yeah. poverty is crazy. You know what I mean? Like they have their own fucking currency and yeah we, so like they they don't have the euro yet. They're, they're, it's kind of like a third world area. You know what I'm saying? It's so we're, we're like, we're getting gas, you know, in, in a hick area, like a hick area of fucking yeah. Bulgaria. Right? So we get like a dude who looks like, like the leather face without the mask, like basically <laughs> like some, some slow, yeah. big, tarted dude, Yeah. yeah. yeah like whatever. Bubba. He comes yeah, over Bubba, to, like, to, yeah. to pump, to, to pump the gas. And yeah. he looks like a, like a gentle giant, but like kind of slow, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and he's stand And, but he looks, he looks crazy. So we're like, oh shit. So we're nudging each other in the tour, the tour bus in the tour van. We're like, look, look fucking, you know, the Hills have eyes, you know, oh, look at this fucking guy. Like he looks yeah. like Michael Berryman from the Hills have eyes. <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm like, yeah, but bro, I think I think he's a gentle giant though. I think he's like a you know, he's one of those he just got the the eighty yard stare and he's he's he's
0: gentle like what's that uh, <laughs> uh Gilbert Grape or whatever the fuck Something that shit like that, is like... right? So so <laughs> yeah. I tell
1: Neprom, yo, bro, I dare you. We were doing dares on tour yeah, all the time. That's Very so gentle. funny, that's it's such a good shit. idea though. So I'm like, yo, I dare you. I think to, to feed him some trail mix we had like peanuts and like you know like whatever checks mix some shit yeah. right so yeah. so he's like yeah he's like yo bro the guy might bite my hand or eat me he's, and looks like fucking leather face and I'm like bro he's a gentle giant feed him some trail mix come on <laughs> right so yeah, yeah. so then i was like all right fuck it so he has like you know the little chocolate raisin and whatever the fuck he's got so he opens yeah. up the window and he calls the guy's like hey come here and the guy's like you know with the, the 80 yard stare and he kind of like he kind of lumbers over and necro (laughs) takes peanut like the fucking you know the trail mix and shows it to the guy and the guy looks at him and opens his mouth
0: like that serious really
1: just like that with the 40 yards there so necro puts the fucking feeds him feeds him (laughs) hand to hand to mouth puts the fucking uh the checks mix in his mouth and the guy takes it looks happy and starts chewing it bro that's I was how Mama
0: tears. used to feed him. <laughs> I, I,
1: I was in tears. I started laughing. Yeah, that's I uh, man, I would have fucking he's died laughing. laughing. So Necro continues to feed him another one, oh my and another God. One. through the whole course of you him like pumping, pumping <laughs> our gas. He's, he. It's like wow. Chunk from
0: Teenies. Yeah, greatest? that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it was
1: like that dude get, eating the baby Ruth,
0: right? Yeah, so yes, baby
1: exactly. Ruth, like it was like trail mix. So we're fucking dying.
0: We're like we're feeding you know Chunk. Who's with you? Like is it like uh? It you, was necro. Our, our, our
1: DJ, whoever
0: the DJ yeah. was,
1: it might have been our boy Carbone or whoever was DJing for that tour, and uh, and the tour manager, yeah, and the tour manager goes. would be like, "Oh, these guys are like twenty something year old fucking big babies, big kids, you know what I mean? Like bringing yeah, like teenagers."
0: Good, that's, so to that's how we are. We bug out. Yeah. No. And then why not? And I've I've seen even it's shit gone. like that with certain tour clips of you guys and stuff like that. It's just fucking around. <laughs> just honestly it is it's it's about having fun and like i really enjoyed this honestly uh and honestly if you ever want to hop on again a new album i want to know what's next for the beast man what are your like inspirations or what you kind of want to do i know you got the new single coming
1: out well the first thing i just dropped two brand new singles actually so the the one one i had dropped it's called the destroyer of worlds which is kind of an apocalyptic yeah um track and, and and me rapping from like an end of the world end of days um personification of yep. of all you like basically uh, ha- the end and how it, how the end will arrive mm. but very lyrical you know so it's a very um yeah. at the end of my verse here the emergency broadcast system comes in it's very cinematic when did that come it, out that came out uh actually uh, May May 29th actually just oh, dropped. Okay. yeah I, just yeah just fucking
0: yeah I'll send, crazy, the I'll send you the links i'll send yeah, you the yeah, links anyway
1: that's a very apocalyptic track like that and i dropped that as a, as a one-off single with uh with my boy from the studio from the dragons of the studio where i do all my recording yeah. he just started to do his own uh digital basically he he started as an engineer but he he engineers sessions for so many dope rappers like like from m.o.p to smith and wesson oh, to, yeah. to me to my shit yeah, he's record- smith he recorded and wesson the whole
0: MOP, man old school shit. i love M.O.P.
1: different artists right so uh, it's it's a famous studio called the dragon's lair recording studio and it's 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 in brooklyn it's in dragon's
0: lair and you talk about that shit too right 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 so that's
1: that's the reference so he he started his own production company where he's releasing singles with all the artists that he records so it's pretty dope so i did my mine was the first of a wave of shit that he's gonna got come so shout out to him um then then the The next single that just dropped today, which I should be promoting right now, but you know, doing, but this is gonna be promotion. Yeah, but uh, it's with my wife. Uh, My wife was an artist. Her name is Sherry Rain. Uh, Her artist name is Sherry Rain, and she's a, um, she plays piano, she plays keyboard, she sings. She's got her own. I've seen that. Yeah, it seems like you you got got a good
0: wife, and you guys just had a
1: kid too. So, so we we're doing a whole project called Bonnie and Hyde. So I
0: heard that's so sick, man. I'm so excited, man.
1: So it's her playing all original sample-free piano and keyboard for the beats, for the yeah, samples, you know, for the actual music that. for the beats, all live instruments. She plays, you know, like, and and we brought in like live bassists and like and live guitars oh, and yeah. shit for the. So it's a very musical and original sample-free musical album with me rapping my, you know, brutal verses and shit like that. Um, so it's called Bonnie and Hyde, and the uh, one of the singles. It's so
0: good, man! I'm super stoked for that shit. Like one that of the name, name alone. Today.
1: Yeah, one of the singles dropped today. It's called "Darkness." Yeah, And the sh- and and it speaks for itself. It's just yeah. It's "Darkness"
0: just dark. will, will play after this uh, episode for the outro. For all the new listeners or whatever, or for the listeners in general, if you don't know who Mr. Hyde is, if we play it will play after this episode. Get into it. Uh, Look him get, up. Yeah. It's
1: very that track is very sinister and dark and cinematic, and you'll hear my wife singing all the the female vocals on it. Is my wife? Yep. And she also played the live piano on it. So, the, so it when, sounds it,
0: fucking dope, dude. It's
1: very eerie bone chilling. It's got, that's all the what I found. Like how the,
0: how it kind of carries like it carries very like slow chill, chill down your spine type of shit. And then it gets to you where you kind of just snap into that crazy serial killer vibe
1: energetic yeah Yeah,
0: crazy shit so you know so so i'm
1: promoting that right now obviously it just dropped today today you know just came out on all digital platforms it's called darkness and then just look for the bonnie and hyde uh ep that'll drop probably we're shooting for november so that'll be a a full project november
0: man i'm a crazy scorpio so like uh, a hundred percent fucking uh we'll be looking out for that um Honestly, um, I love
1: real. The Boogeyman is Real yeah. is my latest complete solo yeah. Mr. Hyde album that I just dropped last, you know, a couple months ago. It eight seems ago, like,
0: whatever. yeah, honestly, it doesn't seem like that long ago because it still seems so relevant to me when it comes to my playlist and shit and like right. how like how I can bad listen bad. to it. And the thing is about like your music, and this is what I say to a lot of people your music, Necro, people like Vinny Pass, Ill Bill, Apathy, all these underground rappers, this is music. For people that don't know and the fans that maybe don't know real hip hop and shit like that, is you're able to seek, sink your teeth into it. And I've listened to Jedi Mind Tricks albums. I've listened to your albums since I was fucking 14 and listened to them over and over on the prowl. They got replay value. Yeah. Honestly, on, on the prowl has always been in my playlist no matter what. There's certain songs that are always there. Honestly, almost every actually I would say every single one of your songs is always in my rotation play always, even fucking years later. And it, it's crazy well, it's people how people like you do that.
1: that. That keep me going. It's people like yeah. you that keep me going. That keeps the Mr. Hyde brand going because it's all about digital and people adding your music to playlists. So yeah. everybody out there, if you find a song or two or a whole catalog of my shit that you like that, that appeals to you, add it, yeah. please add it to your playlist. No,
0: and it, share it. it, share it. Like, I've never been disappointed by listening to a song of yours ever Um it's like you can listen to, like we said, like Eminem or whatever, right? Any generic fucking like mainstream rapper. You listen to one song and you're like, okay, let's do like maybe three times. I've listened to your albums consecutively and actually enjoyed it every time. So I want the fans to know if you want some, especially if you're a fan of my podcast in general, we like grimy horror shit. We talk about fucked up shit all the time. If you want some fucking crazy you're gonna shit. Get that yeah, yeah, you're going to get it all. You're going to get it all.
1: All that um, stuff. I so pretty much yeah. touches
0: on all that shit to so do all your plugs and then we'll end it out. Any, any plugs you want, you can plug as much as you want.
1: Nah, listen, anybody wants some um, signed merch, CDs, hard copies, go to Mr. Hyde um, A lot of my music is up there too. my videos. There'll be direct links and stuff. Um, follow me on my Spotify. I got my artist profile, but make sure it's me. Because there's like six or seven different Mister Hides on digital that I get mixed up with sometimes, yeah. and it's fucking corny. They're cornballs. I mean, <laughs> they got no no fucking respect. Like we were talking about earlier, I, yeah. I had the Mister Hyde name since like 90, 94 at least, yeah. and like for you not to like s- some rapper's is just gonna come out now and name himself Jay Z. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're no, not doing same research.
0: Shit. Like, just like, have it. you little got little Nas X. The the you got
1: Bing, you got Google, you got, yeah. you know, all, all this stuff. Just look up the name that you're thinking about using, look it up on Google first and see if somebody else has the fucking yeah. name. Cause you're a fucking jerk off if you're using the name Mr. Hyde. And they're not even dropping rugged music. They use a rugged, no, brutal, monster name like Hyde. And then they're dropping faggot shit. So, no, I mean, it's anyway, jokes. It's, so go it's to my the Spotify.
0: The, 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 Anyone you'll, you'll, call themselves ill bill or fucking necro if they really want to but the thing is make sure you fucking check yourself before you wreck yourself right 100 percent. do the math first i'm not gonna fucking start a band called
1: metallica you stupid yeah fucks. Yeah, so,
0: yeah so so
1: so anyway um go to my my spotify profile follow oh, me yeah. You'll you'll get notified when new music is dropping um of course i'm on apple music all that stuff so when you see you know it's my profile when you see the artwork to the to the to the projects. Each release will have insane fucking artwork yeah. where it looks brutal and crazy on some Iron Maiden Eddie shit. That's my catalog. Not <laughs> support, the important, it's, yeah. it's,
0: it's, yeah. it's not the cool shit. Support your shader. right artist. honestly. Support right oh, artist. Yeah. honestly. I've you. had a pleasure. still uh, yeah. digital. at got
1: Instagram. Hold on, yeah. Mr. Hyde. PLR. Yes,
0: follow Just, shit.
1: There's like sixteen Mr. Hides on Instagram too. So Mr. Hyde P.L.R. for psychological. Find yep. yeah.
0: And you have um, you, uh, Mr. Hyde. Uh, you actually, yeah, you have your own Facebook group too. Um, uh, so follow I, that.
1: Is is Facebook backslash Mr. Hyde or forward yep. slash Mr. Hyde? It's, it's that one's easy too. Twitter is Mr. Hyde P L R. Also same as Instagram. Yep. Um, I actually interact with my fans as long as you don't ask me stupid questions or you know, fucking. I get I get some stupid shit sometimes. But, like, as far as uh, if it's a real legit question or you're really showing love or yeah. you're posting in a post and you tag me, I'm cool. I repost. I interact with my fans. So hit me up, whatever. Yeah,
0: and honestly, if every artist I've talked to, I've honestly have said this before, I've had an argument with Cage and shit like that, is the fact that, like, you've responded to me since I was younger and shit, like, in my early yeah. 20s. We've had conversations um, as well as, like, listeners going, like, Mr. Hyde actually does... Like he responds to you, he will give you the love that you deserve for actually supporting his music. Because I could imagine when you were a young teen, you probably didn't think you would be this far and how far you've gotten. And how I'm a dedicated fan, and I I don't know how many like there's thousands of other people that like like religiously love your music and look for it and shit, right? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, so uh, it's, a, it's a blessing
1: yeah. and it's fucking dope. It's just, and it wasn't intended. It was just me trying to. Like, yeah. you know, just me trying to get my, my shit out there.
0: Alright, well, you know what? Uh was not it suit uh like on this kind of point and shit, but um if Necro doesn't want to be a fucking asshole, you should tell him about this and try to get him on my podcast. Because I love the dude and I've always I've always had I've had some communication with him. But you're out of both of you, you're a little nicer, I would say. <laughs> <You can laughs> I'm just, kind of a, well, I'm
1: the, I'm the more um, you know, I'm he's the more, the more one. people person the people yeah, person I agree I agree and he and you know he's super fucking busy so <laughs> yeah, uh, he runs his own label he's non-stop working yeah. so it, it's he doesn't have time for any kind of fucking bullshit whatsoever it's just, he's just <laughs> he's no nonsense when it comes to that but when you when, but he's um he's actually he actually does show a lot of love and and uh, an appreciation for the fan base too. Yes, when I see yeah, him interact yeah, with agree. fans at shows and yep. always, gonna st- always going to stop, talk to a fan, sign some shit. He's actually a really fucking great dude too, when it comes to that, but he's just not going to spend any time on, on something that's not going to build his brand immediately. I agree.
0: He's, no, that's why, like, I was going to it to him and see if, like, we can even have a collaboration podcast or if you want to jump on and kind of just see the waves and get to express yourself to the fans. Because, like, I, I've i got fans in the Philippines, well, when like, this, I, like, everywhere. Like, I'm telling you, like, we reach a lot of people on this when podcast.
1: It, when this airs, I'm going to send it to him and be like, yo, the guy... Oh. There's a stand-up guy he did a great interview and uh if you wanna if you ever wanna do yeah. it he said to hit him up you know no oh, doubt, yeah, I got and you
0: I, I appreciate that uh honestly look at Mr. Hyde's shit like check him out like I've been a fan since I was a very young kid if the reason I'm the way I am on the, my podcast it's because of Necro Mr. Hyde I'm a crazy kooky fucking guy Canada and shit but uh you know stay strange and stay safe honestly and uh just fucking peace out to Mr. Hyde yeah. <laughs>
1: Night you feel your plight is near Rabbit dogs, maggots, all the spiders and the mice appear Nocturnal terrifiers dwelling in the wild A devil with a smile, the better blend in with the crowd Abduction of your souls into the underworld of growth. You can't feel a pulse and it just might be that your life is over of morphine It means eternal sleep for fiends While the creeps gather in the gallows, gearing guillotines let best choose your weapons, carefully hack swords and swords Spats and brass knuckles for the cracking of their jaws Jagged bicycle chains, swinging things to whip your ass Kickbox like Van Dam with my Fist in is this deep glass It's the prince of darkness Dangerous like a shark is and my knife through your heart Just to test out the sharpness The scar tissue issue While my quiver full of arrows Hell grapple hooks like to you and pull you to the shadows On shadow,
0: shadow. the sun On the sun down, The underground Is your ally, you really adopted the dark. Dark, dark, dark. I was born in it, born in it, molded by molded it. it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. By then, it was nothing to me but blinding.